Yo, yo, what's good? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah nice and clear. Cool. Um, what's good, everybody? This is Web3 Open Mic, hosted by Rug Radio. Special edition, episode 30. This is the Mega Music NFT space. Gang, 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 gang. Yeah, um, what's up, boys? Let's fucking go. <laughs> Got hella people in here already. That's crazy. Um, what's up, y'all? If you're in here, go ahead and retweet the space. Let's get as many people in here as possible. Um, yeah, why don't we start off with some introductions from our panelists? Uh, go ahead, Warrior. Why don't you introduce yourself first? Yo, 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 what's up? I'm Werb. Uh, I'm Pesto's co-host, you know, for Rug Radio Open Mic. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, you know, rapper, music producer, all that jazz. Um, yeah, that's me. Thank you so much, Werb. Uh, what is good? My boy, Jaden. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yo, 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 what's going on? Um, my name is Jaden, Jaden Violet. I'm a musician uh, for the last three, four years. I entered the Web3 space about a year ago. Uh, but yeah, uh, what's going on? I appreciate you, Pastel and Werb, for having me in this space. I'm feeling fresh just because I was just mixing some music, you know what I mean? So I feel like it goes with the theme, but uh, yeah, what's going on, guys? Uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So happy to have you in here. What is good, Miss Illuminated Babe? Would you like to introduce yourself to the room? Yes. Hello. Um, I'm Illuminated. My real name is Bianca. <laughs> I'm a singer, songwriter, artist, um, part of the Outsider Collective, and a podcaster as well with Rug Radio. Let's go. We just had another panelist join. What is up, Dead Proxy? Feel free to introduce yourself to the room. Yo, so sorry. My mic got a hot mic out of nowhere. <laughs> My name is Ted Proxy. I'm a house producer extraordinaire out here in Web3. And um, thank you so much for having me, man. I see like a bunch of uh, amazing artists up here. Absolutely. And uh, just so everyone knows, this is an open discussion, open stage. So even if you weren't uh, reached out as a panelist, we would love to have you come up and share your thoughts. Let's go ahead, Frieza. Would you like to introduce yourself to the room? Oh, my bad. I'm over here getting dressed. Uh, what's up, y'all? My name is Frieza, uh, music artist. Um, yeah, I've been pulling up to these for a while. Shout out to y'all for uh, continuing to grow this. Uh, there's so many people in the room. Yeah, thank you so much for pulling up. Sorry, y'all. I'm taking bites in between talking. Um, we have Hip Hop Game. Would you like to introduce yourself to the room? Yo, what's good, everybody? I go by Mental Stamina. Um, I've been developing online hip-hop communities for over 20 years. I'm an artist. I'm a developer. I'm a community build, builder, activist. You know, I wear many hats, but I'm just connecting the blockchain and connecting artists and all of that good stuff. So let's connect, build bridges. Amazing. Hell yeah. Freaking amazing. Um, yeah, so happy all you guys are pulling up. We're going to do two hours of discussion until 8 p.m., then once we hit eight, we will go into our open mic hour. Um, we'll go ahead and pin up the submission form. So if anybody has music they want to share, once the open mic starts, feel free. With that said, we can go ahead and get into our first discussion, which is... Is there a drum roll? Okay, I'm going to just use the TikTok. It is AI and music. So um, anyone have general thoughts on AI and music? before I kind of get into my stuff. A hundred percent. My whole project is uh, 
you know, uh, my project is called the Hip Hop Game. So Game stands for Generative Autonomous Metaverse Experiences. So generative artists, when you, you know, pretty much take, you know, some prompts, give it to the AI, and it'll, you know, create some art for you. Um, we're basically going to take rap verses and uh, let the AI turn our rap verses into our hip-hop metaverse. Um, so, you know, everything we're doing in our project is connecting AI with our DAOs and then the whole blockchain in the metaverse. So um, I love it. I love the whole, like, um, you know, concept of, you know, plan because, you know, I've been programming since 98. So, you know, this whole, all of this AI coming into effect is like, you know, Star Trek, you know. So I'm at the point of, you know, uh, not only just plan with it, but we're going to code it out and not only code it out, but build it in ways that it benefits, you know, our community and all of the things that we're trying to do directly. So, you know, I implore everybody to not only play with AI, but go down the, 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 the rabbit holes with open AI and the APIs so that you can build and connect with the AI and put that on the back of your applications. And then you just layer your music over whatever you're building out of that. So it's a, we, we're, living, we're at such like a Cambrian explosion of like this hyper technology that like regular people have access to. And so for the most part, we, we really neglect the fact that our cell phones are literally magic wands. So please, you know, take advantage of AI because otherwise it's going to take advantage of you. What an awesome, awesome perspective. I, I think AI converging with creatives, like people, human beings, I think that's like such a powerful combination and I can't wait to see the projects that come out of this. Um, what a great time for Warp Sound to join the space. Warp Sound, go ahead and introduce yourself to the room, and if you would like to just tackle the initial question, which is what are your thoughts on AI and music? What's up, what's up? This is Sage behind the Warp Sound account right now. Yo, yo. Hello. Um, so Warp Sound is an AI generative music company. Um, we've been building our engine for over three years with our own proprietary music. Um, sorry, my, I just got up a meeting and my brain just like went burr real quick. Um, we have a really sick NFT project, Warps by Warp Sound, which literally takes the, the PFP artwork, feeds it through our AI engine and creates original AI music stems for each NFT um, we have really awesome interactive live experiences that we've done in the past and we're working on right now. Um, we're really just trying to take the metaverse by a storm and show people that future music is the future. And what was the question? Um, yeah, you, you kind of tackled it a little bit, but it was, it was basically just what are your general thoughts on AI and music before we dive a little bit deeper into it? Oh yeah. I mean, we definitely think it's the future. You know, it really is something that can really catalyze your creative process. It does not, it does not hinder it. It really uh, enhances it, I would say. Um, <laughs> sorry, I saw you muted. I just went ahead and unmuted myself. Um, it's all good. Uh, that was my fault. I was trying to bring Poppy up. Yo, it happens. I have hosted many spaces where you just think they shouldn't put the button so close together. Like, it's just, it's not right. <laughs> Um, 
But yeah, we really are passionate about interactive live experiences. Our engine is capable of composing music in real time. So you can literally like be at a concert and have an AI musician on stage, right? And then have the audience be voting on if they want to slime the beat, make it glitchy, up the tempo, you know, change up the vibe. It's really interactive and will happen. And like the, the music will start to change and compose live beat for beat. It's really cool. Um, I, I really want to uh, talk with you offline and share my project with you because I think that like <laughs> you're like the, like hearing what you do and like knowing what I'm building like it. I can't even describe like that that synergy. But that sounds crazy because you're 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 looking at the the the. the Whatever, but yeah, let's build. <laughs> Shout out to all the gold coins popping in the room, hip hop game in the building. Yeah, it came at like the last second of what you were talking about, and I was like, wait, this sounded important. <laughs> I just want to say the idea of integrating like live, I don't know, like create making a concert into like a choose your own adventure where the audience gets to say and like what happens, that's freaking so, so cool. And I think it's awesome that you guys are using AI to integrate that. That's really interesting. So we're using our like PFPs to create a choose your own adventure. We have a, like a a whole Zodiac of different uh, animals that are, all of them have a different mechanic, like utility in our ecosystem, but then they also uh, are their own PFPs and have their own like rabbit holes. And so the logic is you can kind of come into this fantasy hip hop world and, you know, the artists start, you know, one things they're on the block on the bitcoin blockchain and then the ones we're building on ethereum are like these fantasy creatures so the the creature that you get and then how you build up the attributes and play it all out will build your kind of your storyline out and so like you know kind of integrating ai into it was like you heard like i was saying basically what would you miss like my project we're we're taking rap verses and turn using the ai to uh generate the hip hop metaverse out of our rap verses and the visual, the concept is like each, each person's like lyrics would kind of paint a different, you know, metaverse. You're kind of doing it the other way where you're taking the assets and turning the assets into fucking music, which is crazy. Um, and so like, you know, my brain hasn't even wrapped around like all of that yet, but like, yeah, we're, I'm doing like something similar but the choose your own adventure where the, the 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 NFTs in the app allow the players to choose your own and then the whole world kinda layers everybody's adventures kind of into this one thing that builds the whole like ecosystem and metaverse. But yeah, this sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds super, super cool. I will say, um, just as a general rule of thumb, uh let's try to keep it more of like an overarching conversation rather than focusing on the projects we're building on in general. But I'd love to hear what you're building and definitely would like to tap in offline. Um, what is good, Paperham Poppy? Welcome to the stage. Feel free to introduce yourself to the room. Here was cracking, y'all. Uh, it's me, the Paperham, the man who lose money on JPEGs in the land. Uh, yeah, uh, it's me. I'm the. I'm also. I'm a founder, an artist. Uh, I've been an artist for about 10, 12 years now, um, performing and all that. You know, getting into my hip hop grind, and since coming into Web three, which I've been in now for almost almost two years, uh, you know, trying to find what other genres I can get into, you know, what that creative universe looks like for me and my brand. So, 
uh, personally as well as, you know, obviously co-founding a collective with you crazy motherfuckers. So, yeah, that's me. What's going on? Welcome. Papito, so happy to have you up here. Um, I see y'all got Sage up here too. That's that, look, y'all already getting right. Hell yeah! What's what's up, Sage? What's good? Y'all told me to slide through, so I did. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like we were having this conversation yesterday. Sage came through and was you know just kind of like dropping dropping some game on like all you know the stuff that they were getting into um over at warp sounds and you know some of the collabs they got into with like secret garden and stuff in the bouquets it's like you know the innovation happening personally for those who don't know secret garden fm um they probably the most innovative if not one of the most innovative like projects in the space so um if you're looking for inspiration to draw from if you're looking for just a uh, good frame of reference, definitely go check out Secret Garden because there's um, a lot of crazy stuff we can do with the tech, right? Uh, aside from just throwing music on a picture or throwing music on a video and putting it online, like there's a lot of stuff that we can do together. So um, go What's check it out. What's about... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. What's so clear about Secret Garden is that it really enables anybody to be a musician, regardless of your skill level, regardless of your experience, regardless of what tools you have in your toolbox. Basically what they do, for those of you who don't know in the room, they make these uh, interactive beat pad NFTs. So you have like your visual asset and there's buttons on it that you can program with the various music stems. So like for Mike Shinoda, they were obviously stems done by Mike Shinoda. For our Warp Sound bouquet, they were AI-generated music stems that were um, done in, within the sonic footprint or bleh, within the sonic thumbprint of each of our virtual artists. And you can like just click each button and it's like a looping machine. It'll just start to play that sound. But it even does so, like it won't trigger the beat until it's in sync and like in time with the rest of it so that you never go like out of the time signature so really it is like foolproof if it's your first time ever making music like you will still make something that sounds good it's it's really cool oh my god warp that's such a great you know i i was just thinking about this yesterday i was just like man it's so hard to make music and sometimes i wish i could invite others to just participate but the thing is it's just it's it's a tough learning curve you know like music production it'll just look like a bunch of buttons to you unless you know what the tools do or you have a little bit of music theory or you've just skimmed through YouTube trying to figure out what your DAW does, right? But in the back of my mind, when I started hearing that AI was being introduced to uh, music was, I was just like, oh man, like, you know, if we could just create some type of AI and feed it like music theory and maybe the basics of what certain DAWs do, we could enable a whole new wave of producers by just giving them an easier time to learn music production. Because, you you know, you really think about it, it's all math and numbers, right? Like, that's already a bore. You know, in music theory, like, it, it's very tough to digest if you don't understand what's happening. So if we could find something that could bring it down to a, le a level where, like, even a baby could pick up. Or maybe, like, in terms of somebody just picking up a brush and painting something, making it that easy, it'll change the game. And frankly, like, I'm not of the mindset of, like, oh, no, AI, you know? I'm like, oh, great, AI, let's see 
let's see what's going to come from it, you know, because this is all unfamiliar territory. And like, we can't just shun away something that's new to us, you know, like, this is like, I feel it almost feels like natural advancement in a way. Um, But yeah, I'm gonna just keep it short and brief. It's funny that you specifically said that you want to be able to teach it music theory, because that is very much so what we do at Warp Sound. So I I hope this pastel is okay to explain. Um, But so our AI engine is not just AI, right? So the AI is what's creating all the MIDI samples. But then we so we call it an AI generative music engine because there's then the generative aspect, which is the code. Like the same as how we have these generative PFP projects where the code tells it what to do. The code tells it what to do with those MIDI samples. And it is trained based off of music theory. Our entire engineering team has music theory experience, comes from music backgrounds, and their number one goal is making the music actually sound good and make sense. So that's like really what sets our music engine apart is that it just sounds good because it's based on music theory. So, so, so interesting to hear and uh, definitely opening my eyes to what you guys are building over there at Warp Sound. Um, I think the progression um, tools like Secret Garden are such a such an awesome progression in music. It's my belief that everyone is an artist, everyone's a creative, and I think AI li- really provides like tools for these people who typically would consider themselves like regular people, non-artists, to really like stretch their creative bones and like I think curation is is a is a way of creativity. So I think it's really interesting that we're diving deeper into this. It's 100% just a tool set like um it's another thing that you can add to your belt and some artists like we had this conversation well, yesterday uh in johnny's space the singularity sessions we was having this conversation and some artists will choose actively not to participate that's okay you know what i mean because it's just another tool it's like it's like choosing whether or not to use a set of brushes or a set of pencils or a, a, a medium you know what i mean at the end of the day it's not going to make you better or worse of an artist, your choice of choosing to use a, a, a tool set, right, in your utility belt. It's just another tool. So, yeah, man, that raising the education on that, um, also showing how to break through the barriers of utilization because it can get kind of weird um, and choppy with the AI itself, like trying to narrow, trying to narrow down your vision uh, and applying it, you know, can be kind of weird. So, you know, it does take just some understanding and all that takes is just pressing some buttons. It's similar to like making music, right? Like, you know, using a loop machine to, to make some music at the end of the day, like all you got to do, if, if you've never done it before, the best way to learn is to start pressing buttons, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. 100%. Just lag on my end. Sorry, guys, if I'm talking over anyone. No, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, bro, like, I don't know if we were about to switch up topics, but it's just, you know, another thing is there's a lot of, okay, in the future, I see everything being interconnected. Movies, music, uh, art, everything is just going to be connected. And it's going to be powered by something like Web3, if not by it, right? And my thought is, all right, the whole point of Web3 is to be self-efficient, you know, or at least be able to produce something that comes directly from you, right? That's not always the case, and that's cool. But there's a ton of music uh, musicians, like singers, that don't produce. You know, I know a ton of friends that don't produce, and that sucks because I know they have to go to somebody else, 
And they're probably, if it's not for me, you know, if I'm not going to be the one helping them, I know somebody's going to just see them as, as like a client and they're going to charge them as much as they want. And I want them to be able to create something from them, from their own hands, you know, something from their mind, That's... something they hear. And exactly right. And you could, and you could already tell that, that uh, AI could easily start doing what ghost producers do. You know, it could start formulating like content for artists that just sing or just want to sing over a beat, you know, and we're not thinking too much about that. But yeah, that was just my point there. I think it's a, you know, it's like really good to use for just like brainstorming in general, because I mean, I'm a producer and shit, but it's just like sometimes I'm not like in the mood to produce. So it's just like, oh, let me type in like some beat like that I'm feeling because I'm in writing mode. Oh, okay, cool. Like I want to do like some lo-fi jazz shit okay cool let me just type this shit in you know and i'm like all right cool i can come up with like some lyrics to this shit and then when i feel like making it like a real song i could even sample this shit you know what i'm saying i mean it's good like it's it's like like poppy said it's just a fucking tool you know um and it's like why not use it if it gets you there faster you know what i'm saying because um there's this thing it's this concept it's called uh time you know and uh in web three it moves really fucking fast um and people you know and music is something that you need to be perfect like that needs to be perfected so it's just like if you could get to the stage where you're just perfecting all the time you know faster i think um i think ai will fucking help you poppy putting the thumbs down on time is hilarious um it's a construct it's not real (laughs) okay it's not real Okay. It's real. Um, it happens. I see we got So so paper, does that mean you can make a thousand songs in a day? It depends on what you quantify a song to be. Oh my god. Right? It's all about breaking through the barriers and moving the goalposts so we're always right. That's oh. what it's about. I think Poppy just popped some shoes today or something. No, I'm out. I'm out. I don't have any more. My I let my convince me to eat the rest of my microdoses a couple days ago. So I'm out. I gotta re up, but we're gonna get there. We're going to be there. I'm freaking <laughs> um, so I see we do have some hands up. Let's go ahead and hear from the panelists, Illuminated Babe, then we'll go Shark and then Cupid. Um, I think Shark and Cupid have their hand up first. If, if uh, It depends on if they care or not. Who goes? I was handing it off to Ladies first. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I'll go. <laughs> yeah, just a quick point Um, to what Dead Proxy was saying is like, um, and, you know, Pastel and Paper and Werb know this about me is like, I am not a technically trained musician or producer or anything like that. And a lot of times I just function on stream of consciousness. So it's like, I'll get lyrics or a melody and all of you know, but I have no music. So I'll sit at a, p- a piano and try to play, right? What I'm trying to hear <laughs> on the piano, but I don't, I can't really find it. So Something like AI, I think, is really, really cool because it does enable us to like have additional tools for those of us who are not technically trained or just need some assistance. Like, if you do function off of, you know, hearing uh, music and then all of a sudden you get lyrics, um, this is something that I think is going to be really beneficial. Absolutely. Um, what's up, Shark? Yo, thank you for the space, guys. Uh, my name is Shark. Uh, I'm an artist in the Web3 space. And yeah, when I heard AI music, I was just super interested in like sharing some points on this because for the last few months, uh, I've been experimenting with a stable diffusion model called Refusion. It's just the word diffusion with an R in front of it. Uh, and what, what it does is it generates spectrograms 
um, using AI. And then, you know, a spectrogram is a picture that can play audio. So what ends up happening is it's generating like for you five second clips and you can generate this infinitely. I've had it generate like a 10 minute long lo-fi beat. And since it's an AI generated spectrogram, kind of when you see these AI photos, you know how like it does fingers pretty terribly. It does little things terribly. When it does that in a spectrogram, you kind of get like this virtual version of like like warbleness kind of like that vinyl crackle because like the it's like an ai generated spectrogram it's not like a real one so it does have some hiccups in it but what i have found and we kind of touched on this was it's enough for me as a producer to then take that kind of crude loop or whatever i made in ai and then go ahead and sample that and warp that in ableton and start using that as a sample and i think this is going to be huge um, as we progress and this stuff gets better because it's going to allow producers to move away from having to, you know, clear samples and clear records that they want to cut. And now you can essentially prompt the type of record, the type of sample you want to, to start with. And then you can cut that yourself in Ableton. And I've yet to release a song using this technique, but uh, it works very well. And yeah, the model is called Refusion. It's just like the word diffusion with an R in front of it. You can find it online. Um, and right now it's in it's in its version 1.5. So it's, it's really in its infancy, I think, as as time goes on these spectrograms will look better, they will look sharper, and therefore the audio that's played off the spectrogram um, will just sound better. But um, yeah, when I heard we're kind of touch on like being able to just like, you know, I don't really want to produce today, I might just want to prompt something. I have found a lot of fun in like making my own samples. And I think a lot of producers are going to find a lot of value in AI for that and start making like AI assisted beats, not necessarily letting AI do all the do all the legwork, but allow us to run our fingers through it as well. Yeah, and add on top of it. And yeah, like some of these beats sound so cool. And I've played them with people and they'd be like, what is this sample? And I'm like, that's AI making for me like a Rhodes key progression. That's AI making for me like a sax line or whatever. But yeah, it, there, there's some there's some work to go, especially in this refusion model. It gets a little wonky at times, but it's definitely enough to bring into a DAW and like put on the grid and start chopping it up just like you would with like any sample that you that you would cut from vinyl or whatever the case may be. So uh, I just wanted to add that to the conversation because I think it's, I think like, yeah, in a few more iterations, this might sound really, really well just as is. But if you're a producer, you'll definitely have a lot of fun uh, cutting up samples with uh, it's called Refusion. Once again, it's just the word diffusion with an R uh, instead. But I, I really recommend checking it out. So, that, yeah, that shit sounds super dope. So cool. I'm always looking for tools that we can use right now. So I, I appreciate you offering that up to the space. Um, I also uh, pinned up Databots. He's he's uh, the head of research and development for Harmonize. So if anyone's interested and like finding someone to chat with he's he's super responsive i've had like short conversations with him um what's good work sound i was actually i'm about to say the same thing um if for those of you who have used refusion before it really doesn't sound that great shark said it very very kindly i was you know i'll give you your flowers no yeah i was was being very i was being very kind i don't know if it's that was i don't want to shit on anybody so no it's okay the word wonky felt appropriate so but yeah if you've used it you know what i'm talking about but i will say um so there's also harmony um which is part of stability ai and it definitely um i there i think i believe their goal is also to eventually have a a plug and chug platform like that and they definitely sound a lot better. Um, yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> plug them in. Databots is who runs um, Harmony. Yo, um, I will say also we have a few requests. So if anyone, um, besides the panelists, obviously, but if anyone feels led to step down, feel free. We have a couple people waiting to get up. Um, what is good? Cupid would love to hear your thoughts. What's up, What's up everybody? My name is Cupid. Um, 
just wanted to give a quick intro. Um, this is my first time in the space, but I also did want to join in on the conversation about on the producing side. Um, I'm 22. I'm from Nebraska, and I'm a rapper. But um, yeah, I really struggled to, especially being like a as a newer artist, only doing this for about writing for about two years and really rapping for about a year and a half. Um, I struggled to uh, do production, and I really focus. If I struggle doing production, then I try to build off a different skill, which is writing and freestyling, you know, like, and I knew production would do or take more time to learn. So that's why I focus on something else. And, uh, I feel, I feel that like, you know, I'm just another client to a producer or something, but if that's all I can do right now, that's all I'm going to do, you know, but yeah, I just wanted to introduce myself. Thanks. So cool. Cupid love to hear your perspective. Um, I'm so happy we've kind of like gotten into this uh, like independent artist discussion because my next topic was just if anyone has had any like direct experience using AI in their creative process. Personally, I've high key been using ChatGPT just to help me out help me out when I'm coming up with lyrics. It's it's awesome to have a collaborator just writing my phone, giving me ideas. So I would love to hear anyone who has a uh, experience with AI. Yo. Um... Yeah, I, I use ChatGPT all the time. It's great um, for just brainstorming in general. Um, uh, but I like to use um, – uh, shit, what was the the one that you said? Warp? Diffusion? <laughs> no, no, the, the – Harmony. It started with the H. Yeah, Harmony. Freaking um, – I was using that the other day and um, – to make like some drill beats because um i don't normally like make drill beats so um yeah i was fucking around with that it was like hella fun just like you know coming up with crazy ideas and being able to just pull them into ableton and you know chop it all up and yeah go at it i'm not sure who had the hand up first but um frieza actually you want me to go ahead too I was just going to say, where, uh, what was the second tool that you said you use outside of ChatGPT? It's called Harmony. I just, I literally just started using it like the other day. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. But I mean, I feel I use ChatGPT like way more just for like, uh, you know, brainstorming reasons. So yeah. And um, for anyone who's listening in, you can find Harmonai at Harmonai.org. That's H-A-R-M-O-N-A-I.org. Um, what's OpenAI's AI's website? Is it just OpenAI.com, everyone? Anybody know? I think it's .io. Okay, so OpenAI, if you want to try out ChatGPT, it's just OpenAI.io. So check that out. Yeah. Or type in chat GPT in Google and it'll take you straight there. I mean, that'll also. Yeah. And that shit's super free and it literally can do anything. Like you could code a whole fucking website with that shit. It's fucking nuts. You can so, do um, conversations, everything. tweets, posts, you can write a whole movie essays, script. all different yeah. types of shit. It's crazy. Um, what's good, Warp Sound? So. As an AI company, we definitely like to embrace AI in every way we can. Um, I actually just pinned up to the top one of our live stream videos that you can check out. So we have four different live streams that are all um, 24-7 AI-generated music from our virtual artists. And for two of them, for Narhart, which I posted up above, and Glitch, we literally just like did not have time 
to 3D model the backgrounds on them. Like we were just, we were cutting it close. We had to get them up. And we were like, oh, why don't we just use MidJourney? And so we went into MidJourney and just prompted what we wanted to see. We really wanted like a really cool, like slick, neon lit um, city street for Narhart that had like Asian lettering because he's from Korea. And for Glitch, we wanted like a swamp that had like, you know, the, like the mutant slime spilling out and stuff. And we were literally just able to to make it in, in mid-journey. So that what, what, what would have taken us a week or two to do in 3D, we were able to do in like a day in AI, which was just so, so awesome. And like, obviously for me as the marketing person, I love using ChatGPT. I've actually trained ChatGPT on all of our backstories. So each virtual artist has their own backstory. There's a story of how Warp Sound the Collective came to be, how Warps was created. And I've taught all of it to ChatGPT so that then I can be like, okay, I wanna, you know, I want Naomi to tell, you know, people to do this in her voice, or I wanna give a quick tweet thread about this story or whatever. And it's really helpful, even if I'm not like using exactly what it's giving me, it's really helpful for just like that idea generation and like getting my mind going and figuring out like what's a captivating way to say something in a small amount of words, because I'm personally very wordy. Um, so I love ChatGPT for that. Yeah, me too. I feel it. I feel that. Um, this is so freaking cool, this uh, New Year's Eve post. So I'm curious, I noticed the lighting on the 3D model is like matching up the lighting of the background. Do you know if they like mapped the picture onto him or how did that how did they get the lighting to match up, if you have any idea? Um, I know that they like went into, so the background is totally AI, except for like the dumpster. That was a 3D asset that was put in. And then they went and like edited some of the neon signs to like flicker and stuff. Um, I think the lighting on NAR, they probably just replicated and made it all kind of match. I'm not the 3D artist, so I don't fully know. Um, but yeah, they definitely do a great job of making sure that everything looks consistent and looks like it's supposed to go together. I think it's it's super important to have that thought when integrating AI because we all have seen just a, the you know the green screen effect where it's just they plop it on top of an AI image. But it's I think it's really cool when an artist shows thought and shows that they like took time to integrate them both. So that's awesome. Honestly, for me as like me Sage the artist and painter, I love going into AI and generating ideas so that my reference photos have consistent lighting because like my painting style, like sometimes I'll be taking a bunch of different reference photos and sticking them together, but then they all have different lighting and it drives me nuts. Cause then I have to like figure that out on my own. But if I can generate that same idea in a mid journey or another AI platform, then I can actually get that consistent lighting. And that is so helpful for an artist. So, 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 so cool. Um, we do have a couple of hands up. What's up, Dead Proxy? Yeah, uh, so I've been using ChatGPT to actually recreate uh, dimensions for rooms in my music production. So typically in a room, there's a lot of like math mathematics involved to recreate the reverb and decay and like positioning of like what a sound would sound like in a room. And after being uh, in, after making music for like 15 years, like plus, like you just naturally become very, you you become like a perfectionist in a way and like good or bad you you have to deal with that on a day-to-day -day basis and something that bugs me typically with my music is i can't get the reverb right right and everything has a, and everything is is um 
measured in increments of milliseconds. So to get the precise milliseconds and uh, exact measurements for, you know, a reflection of a sound. So like snapping, you know, and, and how quick you'll hear that echo back and all those things. I just go to ChatGPT now and I'm just like, oh, can you calculate like what a dimension of X room would be? And then it would give me something like that. And then I would go and figure out how, how to implement that into my music. And basically, long story short, it's just it, it creates an easier time making critical decisions in music production. And like what I've been really fond of is the idea of possibly one day being able to like link up your chat GPT with Alexa. And I could just be like Tony Stark and be like, yo, Alexa, give me readings for this. And then it'll be to chat, uh, chat GPT. And then I'll be able to like relay that information right back. You know, that'd be amazing. And I know it's being worked on. We're not probably being told, but imagine that level of, of assistance as a producer, you know, having a second, second pair of eyes or ears is awesome when it comes to producing. But um, yeah, that, that was just my thoughts on, on the whole uh, chat GPT thing. Absolutely loving this combo. Let's hear from Bobby and then Waves, and then we'll slide into the next phase of the discussion. Yeah, so um, I have used um, Ava before. Uh, Ava is a is like a place to do AI music, and it's pretty well advanced for classical music i've been uh using it for like the like for piano i've been basically doing it so i can do the chords and the arpeggios and i do stuff on top of it and that's basically how i've been doing a lot of my compositions um or i did a lot of my compositions the last year like that and I think that, yeah, for classical music, I don't know if it would be the same for hip hop music. Um, I think Ava would be would be a great place to start. Um, what's the link for Ava, uh, Bobby? Um, I do not remember, but I do have it up, so I can just like post, I can just pin it up above. Awesome. We'll definitely would love to see that. Uh, what's good, Waves? You're, uh, no, I just saw you guys talking about the AI stuff. Uh, I I think it's pretty cool. I use it in a little bit different way because I have like this thing called synesthesia. Maybe some of y'all have it. Y'all, for the people who don't know what that is, like when you experience two or more senses through one sense. So like for me, like I experience sound through like sight as well. And I experience like uh, seeing colors through hearing sounds. And so like I'll actually like use um, this other thing called Dreamscape. That's kind of like um, uh, Mid Journey, but it's like a free version. All you have to do is like create an account and you can use it as many times as you want. And uh, so I'll actually like create, like say if I want a vibe for like a like a song, like maybe I want something for a rainy day or like I want something for like a sunny time out in the park. I'll like type these prompts in the um dreamscape and then let it pop up a picture for me and then i'll get sounds from that and then kind of like base my sounds off the like picture i get and stuff like that and then um so i think that's like another cool thing about ai is that like you don't necessarily need to like take like actual like um how do you say like actual given 
um, information from it. You can like have it just inspire information for you to like then build off of. Um, and then I was messing around with that one, that one thing Shark brought up, the Refusion right now. And it was super dope. I already got a sample for possibly a beat I'm probably going to make with it. So that's pretty dope. I don't know if you guys want to hear it. I'll show you guys real quick. It's pretty cool. Let's see. Oh, shit, I have my headphones on. <laughs> um, Waves, hold on, hold on, hold on. Waves, uh, go ahead and submit that to Open Mic, and we'll we'll definitely love to hear it later on. Um, oh, yeah, this is like three seconds. That's what I was just like, it's not something I'm trying to, like, show off right okay. now. Okay, well, if you want to, feel free to submit it for Open Mic. Um, what's up, Frieza? Let's get to Frieza, and then we'll move into the next phase in our discussion. Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, um, for someone that hasn't used ChatGPT before, I think it would be dope if maybe somebody did a quick, like, explanation of what they actually put into ChatGPT uh, when they're working on music. Like, what's an example of something that y'all have put in? And, like, what was the output? I literally, I use ChatGPT like it's a human. Like, whatever, whatever I, I'll, if I want a synonym to a certain word, if I want to think of some rhymes to end a verse, if I'm trying to like formulate the concept of a song, like really, it, it can really do. It's a super powerful tool, and really whatever you can imagine. The only thing, the only uh, barrier is if you try to like have it mimic a specific artist, it'll say like, "Hey, I'm just I can't do that." Like da da da. It's, it's some kind of copyright thing. But a way, even a way around that, you can say like, "I'm working on a movie, and SZA is like the star of the movie. How would SZA write like this scene?" And then it'll just write a song in like SZA's voice. So like. There's there's ways to even gamify like the, the barriers they put up, but it's it can really do like most anything you can imagine. That's crazy. So like for example, you could be you could enter in maybe, you know, part of a verse and then tell it to finish the verse and it's just gonna do that. Yes. 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 Whether or not you yeah, could yes. tell it to give you fake weather reports for the next two days or some shit, and it would give you random, a random, you know, weather prediction or some shit. You, could, you do whatever, like, literally, it's like general AI, you know, u- utility. So it's basic, basically, you can enter in whatever you want, but, you know, text-wise and, and kind of curate it however, <laughs> you know. Damn, that's crazy. I'm going to have to tap in. I feel like I'm super late. <laughs> the only thing with, like, using AI, right? So if you've never, like, used it, it, like, if you have in a very, you know, minor capacity, like, the most important thing to understand is, like, the more details that you give, right, um, the more, it, it adds more layers, right? You're going to get more, you're going to get closer to, like, your desired product, right? So if you're just vague and you're, like, you know, tech guys speak for YouTube video, it's just going to be random. You know what I mean? So you have to be precise and be intentional with how you are trying to make this, you know, um, you know, message come across basically. So, you know, the more details, the better, basically. So. Absolutely. Um, Oh, I'm going to add to that real quick. So when you're, so the thing about ChatGPT is it is conversational and it remembers the entire conversation you're having. So say you want to write a song about, I don't know, how you feel about 
smelly socks. Um, this is the first thing that came to mind, I'm sorry. But have a conversation with it and talk about it and talk about, you know, your your viewpoints, you know, ask it how it feels, talk back and forth with it. And then maybe say, hey, can I show you one of my songs? Like, in the, this is this is my style. And then you send it the song. So then it understands both your viewpoints, what you want to say, and also your style. And then you can say, can you write me a song in this style based on our conversation? And then it'll go and write you the, the, all the lyrics down. Like if you work with it that way, think about it, like think about it that way. That's how you're going to get like the best results. That's crazy. So will it actually go and listen to the song or are you talking about inputting like the actual lyrics of the song? Um, for chat GPT, it's going to be more lyrical based at this point, I believe, unless someone can correct me. Um, no, it's, Cause it's definitely a, a more conversation based AI. That's crazy. I think. Um, cool. I appreciate y'all answering my questions. I'm gonna have to check it out for sure. I think I found my favorite use case for ChatGPT today. I, I pretty much told it to like, pretend like it's my one of my favorite artists, Wassily Kandinsky, and I just had a conversation with it, and it would answer the questions like from the perspective of that artist who obviously like died many many years ago. So, bro, I think that's what I've been bro. doing to Pastel. It's oh insane. my god, dude, no. That's brilliant, bro. Because, nah. like, look, look, like, you you don't have to pay somebody to learn what they might have learned. You know, they'll regurgitate, like, what's already, like, prompted in there, you know, that it already knows. And you never know what type of details it could spew out. Like, dude, oh, my God, my friend gave me this idea. And he was just like, oh, like, imagine if you could talk to, like, Tiesto or, like, David Guetta or, like, one of, like, the big, like, EDM producers out there. And I am just like, you think it would work on ChatGPT? And <laughs> just like, I don't think if we directly put it, but I think like somebody mentioned here earlier, if we could find a, a loop around, it could actually give us somewhat like ideas of how he would give out like that content. And we actually got some really cool materials. Like I, I found out that like he uses a specific structure for like pop songs, and like it, it I did some, <laughs> I did some quick little research. I bought some songs from him and I was just like, let me see if this is true. And yeah, word for word, it told me the structure. And I was just like, yo, I'm using this for other releases. This is awesome. But yeah, it could be your own like library, bro. Like it, it's literally really cool. Damn. I got to take a page. I got to take a page out of your guys' book. I'd be using that shit for relationship advice. God damn. Nah, that's Yo, the key, nah, Not y'all about to have me talking to an AI version of Nicki Minaj. That's crazy. <laughs> Nah. Have you guys heard of? I don't listen. I don't know if this was content farming or or what, but like, if this is true, this is genuinely terrifying. All right, <clears throat> there was this guy. I think it was in New York City, <clears throat> and he was just like, "Guys, I've cracked the code. I'm using ChatGPT to to date forty seven forty seven hundred girls at the same time." And I'm just like, "That's that's a really good click clickbait." But like, you know, if you if you really programmed it. It's very possible. So I'm just like, there. there is a very good chance that this guy, I don't know. I, I don't like to think about it too much, but it's definitely very possible uh, and very I mean, weird. It's happening on Twitter, too. Did you guys see the Megan? Look how brilliant this was. So Megan, right? There was this horror movie about this, like, AI doll. And essentially, their whole marketing was brilliant because if if you dm the the website the the twitter uh profile you can go and talk to megan and you could be like yo blah blah this happened today or whatever and it was chat gpt just replying to you based off of megan's like character and, and it literally you should have seen it I, I i basically like trojan horse freaking uh ads that i don't like i just hop on the comment section and just put my, my music there and i got to see how well megan's ad did 
and it did amazing. But the one that did amazing was the one that involved uh, AI uh, 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 discussions through DMs. And like, you could only imagine what you could do in the future, right? Say like, it's just impossible for you to like manage your Twitter. You have 10 other things that you have, to, all 10 other platforms that you have to manage, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, right? And you're touring and you, you're like six months, six months away from an EP. You could literally set up ChatGPT to become more human-like and help you maybe get replies, you know, or, 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 or respond to, to small things or maybe even like arrange tech, uh, Twitters, I mean, uh, tweets and schedule them for certain times, you know, like it could just really ease a load off of your back if you truly know how to like prompt. So prompting is the alpha, y'all. Let's get it. <laughs> Okay, I'm super interested in this. Um, so you can like use ChatGPT as like a base layer and like have like you can. So the Megan thing was it like taking you to OpenAI's website or was it taking no, you to no, 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 no. Yo, dude, literally, it was on the Twitter message app. Like it, it was set up in a way where basically it, it just executes the 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 prompt or protocol that they set up for it. And I know that was the way they did it because um. On Solana, there's this thing called Hey Wallet, and you could just basically be like, "Oh, Hey Wallet, send X person or, or at Twitter, or whatever, uh, fifty bucks," and then Hey Wallet will be like, "Oh, okay," and then boom, it'll send it to their wallet, you know, automatically through Twitter, and that's starting to be used with uh, Apple Pay. You can now send over Solana or ETH through Apple Pay via uh, iMessage, and that's amazing. That's using uh, some type of prompting. I, I forgot who told me this, but. AI is being worked on a lot, and we're going to see a, a lot of it implemented this year. Super, super cool. I got to look into that. Um, also, just to Jaden's point, I, I think using it for, like, interpersonal communication stuff, I've definitely been doing that. I think I think because it's, like, basically just a bot that, like, uses your words, it, it really makes you reflect, and it it's, like, a really therapeutic, like, process if you're using it for that. So, yeah, that's, that's not a dumb way to use it in my I'm gonna scan all your replies to my my texts now, to uh, to to check that it's not AI. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, this is a freaking awesome conversation. We could literally spend the whole conversation on AI, but do want to keep these things moving because I know there's people in here who have other specialties. So the next topic is. Growth tactics. Let's go. So pretty much, um, just growth tactics. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory, right? Like, just what are ways to grow your audience? What are ways to grow your skill set? Um, yeah, just kind of like 2023. I feel like is definitely a year of like everybody owning in on themselves and trying to take things seriously. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna direct the combo to Jaden because I think you have great insight on this, and then I would love to hear from Dragon also. Yeah, um, it's it's interesting. I didn't really talk too much on the AI thing. I, I've been using, you know, ChatGPT and, you know, Dolly and all of them are really cool. But I don't know. I just try not to talk about things that I'm not super educated on. Uh, but I, I loved like everything that everyone else said. Um, but yeah, for the second topic, growth tactics. I mean, growth in anything, you know, that you're trying to build. Right. I know a lot of people in here. I mean, almost every single person in here is trying to build a brand. Right. And I always talk about comparison. I always say how comparison is a killer of all happiness. And, you know, us being on social feeds, we tend to compare a lot. But what does that comparison lead to, right, subconsciously without us even thinking it? Of course, like we're going to look at what other people are doing. 
we're going to try implementing that into our own ecosystems. But I think it really created this cycle of micro of, of micro engagement, right? Of micro hype. And what I mean by this is that a lot of people are chasing these big waves, right? And they want to ride these waves to get that engagement in numbers, right? And of course, because numbers are addicting, numbers are also toxic, right? So you can get, you know, a tweet or a thread that gets, you know, a lot of likes because of cer certain words that you use or certain phrases that cater towards engagement farming, right? But, you know, I try my best to think about sustainability when growing a brand. Um, I try my best to think about ignoring the numbers when trying to grow a brand, right? Because when you do certain things, when you deploy certain tactics, whatever that may look like for you, for those micro waves, right? Or for those micro engagements, it may seem cool, you know, at the point in time when you're actually facilitating that. But then what will it look like two years down the line? It could be really, really cool to have a Twitter space with 220 people about a topic that is getting a lot of engagement and, you know, is getting a lot of, you know, conversation stirred around that, whatever that topic may be. But, you know, you get that 220 people in your space. It, will those people be here two years down the line? Right. And it's like these random things are always popping in my mind. And I think it's because I've always had these spikes of growth previously trying to grow my brand, trying to grow my music career. And I'm talking about before Web3. And with these spikes, they were never sustainable, right? I never got to actually create any longevity with these spikes, right? So it made me think like, man, is what I'm building actually a brand or am I just chasing these microwaves, right? And it's something to really just, I guess, deploy some self-analysis on what you're trying to do and what you're trying to build. Um, because I feel like a lot of people, including myself, sometimes subconsciously get, you know, caught up in this idea of comparison. And when you are vulnerable to that, right, when you get caught up in that, that's when you subconsciously make actions for those microwaves, right? Um, <laughs> microwave, that's funny. Uh, but no, nah, no, nah, like, um, you know, I, I get caught up a lot on this, not on Twitter, not on Instagram, but on TikTok, right? I try making videos and I'm like, okay, this video could do very, very good. But fuck it, say it does do good. Say it gets 1 million views. You know what I'm saying? Is that a template that you can use to create sustainability with that template? You know what I mean? Is that something that you can continuously do and create a brand out of and actually get those people to, to, to stay and actually grab their retention? And what I'm seeing a lot, especially in the Web3 space, is that people are doing certain things to get these big numbers, but then they completely ignore this idea of retention and creating moments and creating actual experiences around drops, right? Everybody wants a sellout. Everybody wants 300 people in a space, but no one's thinking about, are, are, am I going to actually retain this audience two, three years down the line? And, you know, we're all grinding here, but I would hate to see us actually grind and hard and, you know, do this hard work and then just fade away because we're not able to retain things because we're not building stuff that is actually catered around our brand. We're just building things subconsciously because other people are building them. And um, I don't know. It's 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 very interesting. It's it's something that I'm thinking about a lot. Um, and yeah, those are just like my general thoughts uh, around the whole entire idea of of growth. Right. And when you do things that are catered towards your brand, you may see yourself grow very, very slowly compared to some other people. But I would argue that you would actually foster more longevity uh, than those other people. So, yeah. So cool to hear your insight. I think it's. I think it's awesome how natural and organic like you move, but still being so thoughtful and intentional about like how this will impact your growth. And I think that's love to hear your perspective on that. Um, what's up, Poppy? Yeah, I think, uh, first of all, Jaden just dropped some gems like feedback analysis. You know what I mean? Like 
understanding your own intention, understanding what your vision is and where your like what your presence is and will be in that vision, like is something that that retrospect constantly has to constantly has to be happening. So Jaden is out here dropping gems. I think consistency the strong would, would be the strongest thing uh for that continuous growth, right? And it's not consistency like just doing it every day. No, nah, this is um more on the span of time, right? Utilizing time as a resource being expensed. So you really have to remain consistent. That's 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 in addition to like understanding what timing is, um, you know, how what what are you gonna be putting your stuff out on? Like, are you dropping just on a blockchain? Are you dropping content on social media? Like, what does that consistency look like for you and your brand? Um, I mean, it's a lot, but I think, uh, you know, shooting for every day, a little bit of growth every day, you know, instead of trying to make viral fucking videos or trying to make something that's just the next banger, you know what I mean? It's like, focus on that consistent growth on yourself, working on cracking the code with your own body, giving yourself the skills or making a content for yourself type shit to release consistently, not just being in front of faces in spaces consistently. But yeah, that's that's my two cents. It's a lot because that's a that's a that's a big question, and there's a lot of aspects I think that go into that. But that's my two piece. Yeah, and I think like I'll make this one quick point real quick. I, I like everything you said, Paper Hand, obviously, right? And um. I think it's this idea of intentional consistency, right? And Mr. B said it the best, you know, in his recent podcast that he had. He was explaining, right, like everyone wants to be a YouTuber. And, you know, when you become a YouTuber, make a 100 videos before you try talking to him and try making each next video better than the one previously. And, you know, it's this, I guess, comparison of like, okay, say two people start off, you know, doing Twitter spaces. We're all in a Twitter space, so we'll, we'll understand that, right? But everyone, you know, two people start off in the beginning of the year, January 1st, and they're consistent every single day, every single day, every single day doing Twitter spaces. At the end of the year, one person's room can grow to thousands of people, whereas the other person's room still remains with 10 people in it, right? And why is that? It's not like the other person is God or anything, or like, you know, it's he has this completely random superpower. It's because they deployed intentional consistency, right? Like actually putting yourself in this aura of self-analysis and seeing what's working, what's not working, and not being afraid to experiment, right? And and change things up to actually grow things and and not worry about the numbers. But yeah, that yeah, that's what kind of reminded me um of what to say when you were talking paper in. Love that. What's up? I don't know who's next. I think dead then then Bobby. That's Bobby. Oh Bobby. Okay. What's up, Bobby? My fault. What's cracking? All right. So um I guess growth can be seen two ways. There's like personal growth, which I think everybody's kind of touched on already. Consistency, like work on your craft, like whatever you're doing, work on your craft. It doesn't have to be a lot every day. It doesn't even have to be every day, but make sure you're having a routine. Make sure you're working on stuff. Consistency. Same thing goes with your music. Um, Another thing to note is uh, Web2 is not going to go away. Like these Web2 things about how you can release your music. Um, uh, 
Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, they're not going to go away. So, like, if you're putting music mostly on Web3, um, you can still do that, but implement implement getting it on playlists. Um, something I've learned over the last week, I've been using Submit Hub as a way to figure out where my audience is. There's a thing called Hot or Not on um, Submit Hub, which um, you can basically submit your song to be heard by people in certain genres. Like, let's say they like whatever genre you say, like, let's say your genre is adult contemporary R&B. I figured out that my stuff sounds more funkish. So I figured out that my audience should be more people who like more funk music, that's something you can learn with Web2. So, like, when it comes to, like, growth and stuff, learn where your audience is because that's where you're going to be able to get the most growth. Ooh, gems, nigga. Goddamn. Facts. 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 thing is such a gem. Um, if anyone... Smith Hub is facts. Try that out. If anyone's familiar with uh, Green Ring music um he recently made can y'all hear me right now i don't know if my thing you kind of quiet i don't know if that's just me but i got yeah you whispering any better now you you sound you sound like you got a geiger counter right next to you okay i don't know what's going on but um i just don't there we go there we go pretty much live from chernobyl green ring talked about how he took uh sales from his sound xyz drop and put them into promoting his song. So I think he, I don't remember how much, I don't know if he specifically shared how much, but he put like half of the money towards Submit Hub, which is pretty much like playlist submissions and uh, uh, blog writing submissions. And then he took the other half and just did Instagram Reels promotion. And in the first week, Spotify uses like your numbers in your first week to like, like really determine if it's going to push your song or not. And since it did well in that first week, his song has now hit like over a hundred thousand streams, which is like, the first time he reached that milestone. And I think, I think it's really innovative and creative using like funds from a web three release to like push yourself in web two. I think that's definitely the future. And I've actually uh, pinned up a thread by music fan, who is a, a writer for billboard, who was heavy in the web three space, but uh, he kind of just breaks down some artists who've been using web three to kind of push themselves, their growth in web two settings. So I think it's super interesting. Can I just say really fast? Like I wish those like, music PR, uh, you know, and, and digital advertising, you know, companies you can hire were a bit more easily, like easy to find trustworthy ones. And, and like, I mean, like we've, we've used, you know, a bunch of different like PR agencies over the years. You mean savvy, savvy ones. Well, yeah, (laughs) ultimately that'd be ideal. That'd be ideal for sure. Let's get them in. Let's get them in here. Um, now. I don't know. I I didn't I didn't want to disrupt because I know there's hands as well. No, you good. It's a, it's an open dialogue for the most part. We just want to make sure we get to everybody who has something to say on the topic. Um, but I appreciate you talking for real, for real. Uh, go ahead, Dev, and then Cupid. After that, I see you down there. Yo, I'm loving all these topics. You guys are hitting nothing but just bangers out here. Um, so in terms of Okay, I'm going to just keep it blunt. Like, a 1,000 followers does not equal a 1,000 fans. You have to get that through your head. Like, you have to earn your fans, and that takes a long time. You don't just show up and, like, 
oh, you know, I got like 1K, like people are going to see me as this thing now. No, you have to show your worth through your work, through your work ethic and how consistent you are out here. You know, like there's a lot of, I, I could pick out any artist up here and be like, yo, this, this guy's a prime example because like they're all putting in work, you know, and that's where true growth comes from. Like you have to learn to see the lie in the metrics, right? You have to see like where you need growth and, and where you're, you're not doing so hot, right? And that's what metrics are there for. You know, you, you look at your stats and you see where you could be uh, uh, empowering yourself, you know? But if, oh man, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> my ADHD, I'm sorry, guys. But look, no, you point can, is, you can, we can come no, back that was, to that was basically it. No, that was basically it. Just remember, work for your stuff and don't don't think that like, just because you have like X amount of followers that that's, that, those are your fans. Oh yeah, like, Your fans pull up. Density of audience is absolutely crucial. So I, I'm in 100% agreement with you right there. Uh, Cupid, what is cracking? What's, how you feeling? What up, Bobby? Uh, I'm chilling, bro. You know, like, it's crazy to see. Um, it's crazy to see from, like, my Web 2 journey, like, through two years, you know, and then transitioning to Web 3 and how much, like, support it has to artists. You know, like, I didn't... You know, the way I fell into this community was by accident. You know, like, that's truly what it was. I didn't even know what an NFT was in August, you know, and now I'm here and just really joining spaces. But, you know, the transition from Web 2 to Web 3 as an artist is really, like, dope as hell to see. And, you know, I used to be making, like, you know, Snapchat cold calls. <laughs> you know, like, hey, can you listen to this song? Like, you know, like, just, and I made, like, 150 just for one song. You know, like, literally, you know, to the point where people are like, dude, like, Cupid keeps calling me, or he called me to show him a song, you know? And I was like, dude, well, yeah, like, um, you guys, you know, might view my stuff on social media, but you guys don't, like, you know, like, I put, I try to push it out there, but Web3 and Twitter and stuff, like, I really see it as, like, friend base, and then anyone that comes outside of Twitter to come just see you, it's more of, like, a fan base, you know, like, some you know and i'm really trying to build that friend base first and um you know i'm still working through the kinks and just growing as an artist but you know it's all about the journey is what i'm saying you know but yeah man just wanted to put those two cents in there you know it's it's dev i love i love the fact that i found something like this so yeah yes sir i'm i'm an appreciative i'm in the same boat as you so I feel that same energy. Like, uh, it can be crazy. It can be hard to navigate sometimes, but, um, definitely understanding that you're not alone and you can learn from those around you helps a lot. Yeah. But I think like most of us in the web three space can relate that we've found like such like, I don't know, like such a community here in web three that we didn't find in web two. I think that's why, most people stick around because it's a different vibe. Like it's, you know, it's decentralized. So yeah. I have a question for the group. Um, do we feel that we're possibly under utilizing web two? And like, what I mean by that is like, okay, we have this understanding of super advanced tech, new strategies that we found because of this tech, the space and the friendship friendships we've made here. Um, we have a really good understanding of uh, tokenomics and like all these cool concepts, right? Why aren't we revisiting Web2 platforms like SoundCloud and like Spotify and um, Instagram and all, all these big ones and like finding a way to implement what we've learned in Web3 
there, you know, or find a way to mesh the two. Because I have yet to see one artist go and make, a, let's say, an NFT collection where the only way you could get that NFT is by going and pre-saving uh, Spotify, uh, uh, the, the, the Spotify pre-release, right? And once it's there and you've done a full-on listen, boom, you could claim the NFT for free. And that person now has an NFT that they've never had before. You know, and that's that's including them from web two from, uh, from web two to web three. So I'm just wondering, like, how come we're not using those tactics? You know, like, does, does anyone have an idea? I, I do think Showtime is trying something out like that, where it's like, yeah, they just released it. What? What is it? Yeah, Showtime. I, I can jump in super quick. Hey, everyone. Loving this conversation, by the way. <laughs> um, Karma released something on there a month or so ago. Basically, it's a free NFT that you can collect if you um, you like connect your Spotify through there and you pre-save the song. So it's pretty cool. It like incentivizes more pre-saves and in turn you get a free NFT. That's literally what, that's word for word, like what I was thinking. It's just like, you could make NFTs for free and just hand them out. And then if if you you can dream it, you can have it. Yes, bro. Tribly is also doing something cool. Like I just was on a call with them and they have a whole like section for it's basically like fan rewards so you don't have to drop an nft through them but you can use the like rewards section of their website where you set up like different actions that your fans can take whether it's like one can be like following you on spotify the next one can be like pre-saving again or maybe saving the song and then like the third one can be adding it to a playlist and for each action, you get Tribly token, and then they, the artist, um, you can choose to like give a reward for like X amount of Tribly tokens. So it can be like a merch, or again, like a free NFT, or maybe like exclusive content, like behind the scenes or something like that. So that's also cool. The only thing I was thinking about with that is like the getting your friends and your fans to actually do it you know because it's it's hard to like get people to just to do these things i feel like and you don't want to ask for too much either you know so yeah that's the only thing (laughs) i think that's such a cool um use case i'm how does tribly track those interactions is it like like automatically or is it like i don't know how do they track it i guess i'm not sure because i haven't set it up but um yada from chaos actually is and jack also from chaos and song camp they work for tribly now so i had the call with her but i think yeah you like log in through you know somehow like on the back end you connect it i'm sure but i don't know the technical details See, because I like the way that, like, I, I like how there's no friction. Because, like, the way that I've done, I have to do it was just, like, straight up guerrilla tactics. It's just like, oh, here, you do, you, I have a set number up on, on SoundCloud. I set up, like, a, a private uh, link. And then I'm like, all right, you get one download. Don't blow it. <laughs> then, you know, it's free. So I send it to them. They just, it's kind of like a PO app. Once they get it, I send them the link. They download it. Boom. They have the MP3. 
then all they have to do is to ever confirm or redeem something from me is just message me. Just message me that, that you have that MP3. I can go use an analyzer, a spectral analyzer, and there's an image of me in every one of those prints. If, if I see that a print of me in there, I know it's authentic and I know it came from me. It wasn't ripped and I could reward them. But that's a lot. That's a lot that I had to do, you know? So hearing that there's apps like this, that's awesome. Like that's a, that's a fresh, 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 you know, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's just awesome. See like, oh, my bad, Viola, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say one more thing. I pinned to the top, um, Pastel, what you were talking about with Green Ring, where he has, like, suggestions for specific strategies that he did to to um, get more streams on Spotify. Yo, I actually just had a, uh, I just had a call with Green Ring yesterday, and he's super dope, uh, st- super dope guy. So I just saved this thread because I definitely... Um, want to read about it later but for me like back to the pre-save nft thing and like dead proxy everything you explain and like i just i agree like i think it's just too much you know what i'm saying like what's the point of all of it right and it's like we were here to build you know a brand you know for people to listen to our music right for musicians right we want people to listen to our music and i feel like yeah you can release an nft because like you know i was i was talking to showtime as well and like you can release nft you know people if they pre-save they claim that free nft but it's just like what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point of all of that, right? Like, why not just go to someone's link in bio and pre-save the song? You know what I mean? And it's like, now you're adding all these extra things. And I don't know, sometimes I feel like people just do like extra things on Web3 just because they could do extra things on Web3, but it's not actually like intentionally going towards any goal, right? And like, even thinking about this, it's cool to experiment with stuff. Don't get me wrong. You know, and I, I really like when people experiment with stuff and like just viewing it right but it's like okay now like you know to pre-save a song like you know you can claim an nft but then what does that nft even do you know what i'm saying like you're just giving away an nft for the sake of giving away an nft because we're in the web3 space like you know what i'm trying to say and i feel like there's so many things that are building in web3 so many tools coming out but it's not actually like bringing listeners to our actual songs or helping us deepen our relationships you know within or add more value prop to like our communities it's just like extra shit like to me when i'm listening to all of this and when i hear these platforms dm me it's just like bro it's just too much i don't want i'm not trying to do all that shit you know what i'm trying to say i don't know if anyone else like feels like that but yeah i mean at the end of the day like one of the most effective modes like uh like effective strategies for any platform has been to remove the barrier to get to the music right uh as much of a barrier as possible to the music so you know that's why, you know, streaming platforms go crazy, right? Because all you gotta do is sign up and you can just save, start saving shit to a playlist. Like, we need to be able to find or build a platform or medium that allows us to deliver on that value prop at that same level of convenience for the consumer, right? And that's gonna take time, right? That definitely is gonna take time. Uh, for everything to reach its level of, you know, fluidity with each, with each other, like on the blockchain. Uh, but that would be my, like my piece on it is like, in order for it to look for it to be worth the time and effort, like it goes into, um, you know, it would need to be that you know, easy for someone to go do it. You know what I mean? Someone to go activate on that value prop, go activate on that, you know, free merch or, 
you know, what, whatever it is, you know, digital stuff that you, that, you know, that you're getting or maybe additional art or something like that. Like it needs to be easy for the consumer to be able to do that for them to take. That's the incentive, right? If it's so easy, that's what it is. Like, Oh damn. Like I love this artist. They're dope. And they're giving something out for free. Like I really want to see what it is. I really want to have it. I really want to experience it. Like, um, and if they hear, Oh, well you have to download this brand new, you know, experimental fucking wallet that's probably not even going to work and disconnect to this server that's going to go down intermittently. Like, it's just at a certain level, it's like, okay, let's see how high level we can make this to make it easier for everyone. So I get you, Jaden. I'm, and I'm, and I don't fault you for it. Does any, do you remember unlockable content being kind of like talk of the town, like at the kind of beginning of a lot of the run? Yes. uh, You know, yeah, I think it's it's gone through a lot of cycles and iterations, but it's like it's it's wild. We're we're, we're still we're still figuring this out. It's wild. Yeah, and it's just like a lot of things that are coming out that are really really cool. You know what I'm saying? It's just like even as someone like myself who like I would like to think that I'm in the music NFT space, right? I'm I'm involved in Web three. It's just like I'm just I it just if it's too if it sounds like too much, I just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I don't want to go all the way upstairs, open up my laptop find the not even find the browser on google but go to their twitter to click the link because i don't want to get you know what i'm saying and then go to that link and then figure out you know get fucking wrap this wrap that i'm just like i'm not trying to do any of that right and i feel like it is going to take a long time right paper hand like you know consumption of music i i really like spotify i really like apple music and i'm, I'm always going to say that right i'm really excited about my song coming out on friday just on streaming platforms nothing to do with web3 right but that's why I really like apps that are frictionless, you know, like that's why I really like PO apps, you know, and that's why I really enjoy doing these PO apps in the UVR space because it is so frictionless, right? It's so simple. You don't have to get up from your seat. You don't have to need MetaMask on your on your phone. You don't need anything. It's just an app, you know, you download just like you would download fucking Flappy Birds. You know what I'm saying? You download PO app. You can enter an email address for all I care. You know, I'll, you know, it's just so easy, right? And I feel like things that are so easy, so frictionless are just going to be adopted by a lot more people, right? And it's going to be so much more easy. And whenever something has like more than four clicks to get to it, I'm just like, I'm just, I just don't want to do it, you know? Um, yeah, you yeah. Get, we're on that first world problem of laziness <laughs> right there. I feel that. That's yo. what it is, yeah. baby. You're just like, you know what? I'm too privileged to make this fifth too click. hard. I'm done. I'm not going to fucking do it. Hey, you know what? There's a, a million, a hundred million other people that are in the same exact fucking boat as you, you know? So that's the type of consumer. That's the type of you know, demographic that we all marketing to. So it's something we got to keep in mind. I've been taking this UX class and they, the only thing they keep drilling in is like user experience is the only thing that matters. Like I was just about to say that dude. And I was going to pin. I was just going to say that frictionless flow. That's like the most important thing. And also Poab was hella frictionless until they added that damn numbers game. So I don't want to hear nothing about Poab no more. What? <laughs> like, nah. Yo, like go ahead, go ahead, talk to dude. Oh my god, that's the best part of the Poab. Is the where have you a real one, bro? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, <laughs> you know, that, like who doesn't like playing games like that? All you bro, I literally lost the other day. How did you lose? Oh I don't know god. either. I was like, damn, I lost. I'm like, oh my god. You <laughs> lost you because lose? you weren't paying attention. That's how it is. Yeah, you was distracted. That's exactly what it is. Super distracted. You no. was trying to play the game while surfing something else on your entire whole different device. No, I literally, I just lost. Like, I don't know. What <laughs> I just lost. <laughs> um, what's up, talk time? Oh, no, dude. I It just made me think 
I, I pinned the, the, the meme because it, it just comes up, a, you know, like the the UI UX and, and check that out. I, I don't know. It made me laugh a lot. Fire. Um, I'm so happy we got some ladies on stage. Um, let's go Violetta and then Brenna. Love to hear y'all's thoughts. Yeah, I had a question for Jaden because I've never done a pull-up. Do you get to see, like, are there analytics on the back end? Like, do you see who's claimed one, like their wallet address or anything like that? Yes, yeah, so it's um it's very, very confusing as a creator of pull-ups, right? So if you want to be a creator of pull-ups, they, they add a lot of friction, right? They don't add friction when collecting pull-ups. But they add a lot of friction, actually intentionally, right? After hearing the founder speak about it, when it comes to the creation of PoApps, right? Because they don't want it to be massively adopted from a creator standpoint because they just, they just don't want a bunch of bullshit PoApps going out there, right? So it is very, very complicated to get your PoApps set up. Once you do, it gets a little easier, right? But you still run into so many problems. But when it comes to the analytics side of things, um, it does show you like the wallet addresses. It shows you how many uh, they have. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I would definitely love a lot more analytics though. Right. But I feel like that's where third party, uh, platforms come into play. If you guys are familiar with like super spaces, um, you know, superspace.ai or I, some shit, you know, dot something, they provide like analytics on Twitter spaces, right. Through an AI program, which is really, really dope. I, I definitely think you guys should check that out, but the analytics they provide, if POAP does something similar, and I know they're looking to integrate POAP to provide those analytics, that would be super cool. But as of right now, right, it's just literally like, okay, you could see which wallet addresses were present during the time of, you know, attendance taking type shit. You know what I mean? Ah, nice. And it's funny. I met the founder of Poop at Art Basel. He's such a character. He's like, he was in this red suit, like everywhere. Yes. And he was like, oh, you need to get the... Um, I, I met the founder Poop, so he like gave me like the, the, his Poop. It was so that's funny. fucking cute, dude. Yeah, that's hysterical. I love it. The alpha is he's always in a red suit, and he will always have a Poop on him. For ETH that's... member, he even gets these like fire patches that have a Poop inside of them. What? That's that sounds like up. something my grand my grandpa would. Sounds do. like he some Pokemon trainer shit. Always got a nickel in his pocket. He gonna give you with the magic trick or some shit like, oh, what did I find in your ear? Like, oh shit, I gotta pull it. That's how I feel. I'm sure he's like <laughs> dreamed of like making something for like conferences where people meet at a conference and can like drop something on the person. Well, talk was actually created as a bounty at East Denver, so it started at a crypto conference and then catapulted from there. So, so cool, and I never knew that. Um, what's up, Miss Brenna? <clears throat> Yo, so, um, <clears throat> so with like the frictionless thing, I don't disagree with what I said. I just thought that I think it is definitely relative to timing because you got like you got to think about like building and like what what's being built. Like we all agree, and like we've had several conversations around the fact that we're still really early with web media specifically because obviously you know DeFi and all these other or DeFi and all these other <clears throat> spaces have been around longer but web3 music in specific is like we're still so early with like the platform development and not to mention like 
whenever the next bull run comes, how much could be developed with the amount of funding that could come in. So I think I don't disagree, but just like getting the perspective on the platforms that are around right now might not necessarily be the most frictionless platform in the next year. So it's like it could be like frictionless now, but depending on like, you know, the building and the timing and all that stuff that that could definitely change just because of the nature of where we're at. Um, Yeah. And where the bread at. You fucking right, brother. (laughs) Absolutely. That's the that's the reason why I was like, it's going to take time that that resource you can't you can't speed up. It's this tech and the money that goes into the tech and the money that goes into the people that are building the tech. You know, it's, it, it's also, deep. also, I say that I say, sorry, I don't mean really to cut you. I just, no, uh, go ahead. What I said, I say my, I guess another point I was trying to make was that <clears throat> I being willing to even, even if you're not publicly use these platforms as a way to onboard people, like Jaden said, like, it doesn't make sense to try and throw people who are new to this through all these rules. But like, I think encourage like bu- building internally with these platforms because, you know, if you're, you were so, it's an opportunity to be so close with the builders of these platforms. And so I think as artists, we should be taking every opportunity, even if it's internally to like co-collaborate and, and build with these platforms, because it's just like, you don't know where they're going to be. And also if you, for me, like if I decide to like work with somebody, it's usually based off of, you know, the person, the founders, like I heard them in a space. I like I like their vision. I like what they're doing. I'm not going to just choose any platform that like comes my way. So it's kind of, it's definitely relative to you as a person, as an artist. So it's like not everything, not every opportunity is your opportunity. Also like keeping that in mind, but, but yeah. Fire. Um, Dragana, I saw you throw your hand up quickly. Feel free to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to, I've been thinking really hard about um, this community stuff and um, NFT sales because, like, that's the that's the only point of like community growth, right? We wanna we want to eventually sell NFTs, and like I decided to throw up a little poll. Uh, I pinned it to the top as the second poll, uh, the second tweet, um, and and the, and the poll is: Would you buy from an uh, would you buy an NFT from someone nice or someone talented? Uh, and why did I make, I, I like to be um, a little polarizing when it comes to these types of, listen, I know Poppy's like sad and whatever, but like, um, because there, there's, there's two sides to these things, right? There's, there's the people that like, you know, you, you hear the stories where it's like, I want to support my friends, but then there's the other side where it's like, um nft go up i need to i need to put my money where where the where the music is going to grow where the where the person i want to put the best bet in in the best person so like there's two different sides to it that i'm like uh curious about discussing and like um yeah i'll just i'll just leave it at that i'm curious if anybody else has anything to add to that i i can keep going but um you said god said i lean on reality okay not every single one of your friends and every single person in the community is going to be able to pick up from the you know from the actual pool of the supply that you putting out so i mean you it's real it's real 
Also, I've just been noticing the trend recently um, that there have been a lot of spaces coming up where it's just like, uh, there's just like, oh, do you really deserve to? <laughs> what? Yeah, why, what, why does this artist deserve like we those these kinds of dialogue? I just I don't even pay attention to some of the, Bro, like, I see these spaces. I'm yeah. like, not even paying. Wait, wait, can much. you guys? Wait, what are you guys talking about? I wanna... Yeah, wait, what? Yeah, I'm deserve Do these artists deserve to eat? Nah, I'm man. like, deserve <laughs> to live. I need like, my two two dollar percent. Like, what's all? Like, it's just oh my god. Yeah, some tweets. Some people are like breaking down the money. Or breaking down the the amount of to, you know of of volume or you know whatever has passed and been like, does do you think this artist deserves this? It's like I don't They're even understand. Watchers. Yeah, the, those I've dialogues are just weird, man. Super weird. Like I don't know any other turn or phrase to use for it. It's just like mind your business, I guess. Like obviously you can see everybody's wallet. Um, that doesn't mean that you need to be in everybody's fucking business with what they do to put in that wallet or to utilize that wallet in any case. But that's my two cents. So uh, don't don't just take it from Poppy. Yo, next time someone... Oh, shit, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Who are we waiting on? <laughs> Yo, I'm cut. No, next time someone posts something like they're doing a drop or some shit, I'm about to do a whole technical analysis, bro. I'm be like, uh, didn't last month you made uh, this much on these three NFTs and you bought only uh, these, and then you know that that doesn't really make uh, any sense. You know what I mean? Um, take him to court. Take him to court, bro. You feel me? Um, but yo, yo, um, I had to. I was putting my hand up because I do have to dip. Uh, real quick. Um, I have to get on a call, but I really, really appreciate this conversation. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Dragon, like this poll, like if someone's talented, first of all, I picked the wrong answer by accident. My fucking thumb slipped. I'm like, shit, picked the wrong answer. So now it's 50 50. Um, but if someone's talented, does that mean they're not nice? And if someone's nice, does that mean they're not talented for your poll? I was just about to say this. I was about to say, uh, and nice, right? I feel like that's a important question for the context of the poll, you know? Well, I am neither. So we're going to be in for a long night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am not the nice one. Oh shit, that's funny. Uh, go ahead. Bro. I, I I don't want to color the I don't want to color the decision of of the poll by by saying God damn it what I think it should be, you know? Because I, so... I think people should make their decision based off of what they believe the poll. Oh, should you? Be, you know? I want to so, know. Wait, 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 wait. I don't. I, got the I don't think it's he was talented and nice or talented and bad. Is that the poll? Wait, no, 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 You say no, nice. No, do you no, mean no, nice no, with no. it? Or do you mean like, like nice a nice person? person. <laughs> You're gone. Cause he wasn't, he wasn't asking your opinion. He was saying, are the two mutually exclusive? Like, I feel like the question. Yeah, is set I, up, I get that. Us up. I get that. Um, I don't know. I, 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 Hmm. Bro, yeah, it's, come a on. <laughs> it's a good question. It's a good question. Like, Who got this guy to create like, a poll? You even got you stumped, like, bro. <laughs> no, let me think about it. Let me think about it. Because, like, it, 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 what? I do like the question though, because it's like in an extreme scenario where there's someone who's like yeah. super talented and they're evil, or someone who's like super <laughs> nice and they suck at music. <laughs> he said which, evil. What do you which mean? Which NFT evil? are you buying? 
I think okay, you know, if if I if I thought <laughs> we would go into semantics like that, I would have given it like four four options to choose from. Okay, they're talented and evil, talented and good, <laughs> talented Not and chaotic We gotta do the extreme. I like the extreme discussion. That's what I'm For saying. Me, I'm a, I'm buying the nice motherfucker. Like I don't care how talented you are. Like he, a, he knows like no you, music theory. He bangs on a pan. Bro. If I don't like you, I'm not giving you my money. I'm sorry. Like this is not gonna happen. When when you say nice, are you are you saying uh, Greg Nice from Nice and Smooth? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that oh, means. Sorry, they're like an old East, East Coast <laughs> hip hop duo. <laughs> yeah, it's funny as hell. No, I mean it. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely uh, people that do not like people and still support. You get what I mean? Like, in that aspect, like, there's definitely groups of people that do not agree with anything that, you know, these said artists is doing. They just, you know, they probably, they might just hate it, but they still Bro. buy the music for it's good. <laughs> Dude, I do that genuinely. Like, I'm all like, oh, my God, you or Like, give me that beautiful track. I hate you so much. Here's, like, five souls. And I just take it because it's, <laughs> look, it's good art. It's good art. And here's my take because I have to walk my cat and I, I got a bail real quick. But, look, here's my take. Hold on. Cents, all walk right? my cat. <laughs> yeah, I walk my cat. I'm the neighborhood white three cat walker. Yeah, I swear to God. Let's go. I love it. Yo, but like, oh yeah, Jay, and I see that thumbs down. I see it. No, but look, realistically, like, I'm, I'm like this. I walk my cat, bro. He's, he's a, he's a Russian gray. But look, um, yeah, when it comes to art, like, I like curating my art for like specific aesthetic as well as I like certain sounds. If it's not dark and moody, I don't like collecting it. As much as I love my friends, like. I, I will always go for something that resonates with me above all else. That's that's the main thing. Secondly, if they are nice, like, cool. If they're not nice, cool. It's it's about the art, not the person. And, like, again, if it resonates with me, I'll get it. But lastly, I do support friends, like, like from time to time, just occasionally buy because, you know, everybody needs that. But I don't think you necessarily have to like the person or, or maybe they don't have to be the most refined artist in, in terms of their craft to collect from them because – at the end of the day, it's like an emotional feeling, you know, and, and feelings, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know, but, like, but, but my question is, what do you think the consensus is? Right. I, I like, I think that's what Dragon's question is too. Like, I'm what out is later y'all. Peace. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking, later, dead. can it be a full on meritocracy? I mean, like, let's right basically in so many words shout out to dead any words <laughs> <laughs> that's a really great great change of subject right there i mean here's the thing if you if you put your money into someone that was extremely talented not let's not talk about music right like you put your money into someone that's extremely talented and they can give you a 10x, 10x on your investment. But they're evil as fuck. Well, what do you do? Okay. Stop. Uh, what do you mean by evil? Like, are they a criminal? It's so relative. It's so relative. See, that's what I'm it saying. You guys are making Jagan. this into some... Do you, some... Jagan, just kidding. Do you take their adult <laughs> show away from them? I mean, like, what do you do? No, you can't ask... Listen, Dragon, you can't ask a philosopher. We can't be talking for philosophy. 
And Are you they be like, half-assed with the philosophy evil. on the motherfucking rest of it. We gonna be able to like, break it down. Evil villain, evil. Yeah, what does evil mean? Are they taking people's Why do we gotta them? discuss about what evil is? What do you mean? Bro, are they like Satan? No. Or are they like Jesus, the guys. from Batman? <laughs> Yo, Dragon, I feel what you're saying. It happened in the music NFT space. It happens in the music NFT space where these people who drop big collections and there's people who talk, I wouldn't say shit, but it's like, oh, like they're not really supporting people in the space. Like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Right when they see this big collection starting to sell out quickly, they're like, shit, let me just go scoop two of them, two of them hoes real quick on the low. You know what I'm trying to say? And bro, I've seen that shit countless amounts of times. You know what I mean? But um, anyways, I got to go. I, I'm going to just stay here if I say. Collect your orbs tomorrow. Peace. Wow. Shout out to you, JD, and collect the orbs. I mean, but people don't do that because, but that those are neither has nothing to do with people being nice, neither talented. That's about bars. People want to get they cheddar cheese. That is bars. That's a different. That's a different ball game. I mean, like I see that. I definitely identify with what Jaden is talking about, and you are saying Dragon. But at the end of the day, like what we're talking about is in more individual. If you're talking about collections, that's. A different story. People are picking those up to make a flip, <laughs> to make some chicken shit. You know, that's what that's for. Making some chicken. That's um, what they're trying to do. Real quick, we we do got a new speaker on stage, Miss Stephanie, and we also got some hands up. Um, let's go ahead to Illuminated. We'd love to hear your input. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it short, but um, I collect music NFTs specifically from nice and talented people, and from people that I actually fuck with so um to me one of the things that uh because i don't consider myself like a massive investor i don't have the bank account for that right in this space but the money that i do have i wanted to go to people who actually need it or that i know will put it to use like i will actually avoid collecting from larger collections no hate on them no shade but do they actually need my money no do I like their music? Yes, but it doesn't mean they need my money. So because my funds are limited right now, I intentionally invest in people that I support that, you know, I know are talented as well and nice. Because if you're mean, I'm not friends with you. That's the bottom line. That's collecting with accountability right there. If I do save so myself. <laughs> That's a beautiful perspective, um, Illuminated. Let's go to Violetta and then Talk time, I saw you on mute. I basically was gonna say the same thing. Illuminated, Bianca, you you took the words <laughs> from me. Yeah, like why does it have to be mutually exclusive? I feel like they can be nice and talented. I mean, that's usually what I same. Like that's usually who I I collect. Like they're nice and the music is good. Like I like the song. I resonate with the song. Like, if they're nice, but I don't like the song, I'm sorry, but I'm personally not going to collect it, like, even if they're a friend, and then vice versa. Like, if if the song is amazing, but they're not really nice, and they're not, like, very supportive in the space, at least, like, in my opinion, you know, then I also wouldn't collect it. So yeah, for me, same same as Bianca, I would say it's like both the combination of the two. That's awesome. Um, let's hear from our new speaker, Stephanie, real quick. What's up, Stephanie? Hi guys, how you doing? What's up, Steph? Hi, nice to meet you. Um, yeah, I'm pretty new to to 
um, the music community. I'm um, originally a poet and I've just started working with a music producer to um, to make these poems come to life. Um, so yeah, I just, I've just dropped an open edition actually of my latest piece. Um, but I just wanted to come up and say hi and meet you guys um, and try and be more involved with the, the music community. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> Hello. Welcome in, Stephanie. Welcome in. You definitely uh, are at home here. So uh, we about to be getting into music here later on in the space. So um, if you guys would check out the first uh, post that I think Pastel sent, it's the form to uh, to share your music. Please feel free to send to send your music in, so everybody can get some uh, a good a good take on your on your music. So we got some good audio in here to play it. So. Uh, yeah, definitely. Welcome in, Stephanie, and uh, make sure you guys tap in, play some of your music, guys. Thank you so much. Um, so is that is that what you do then? You fill out a form. Sorry, Absolutely. Just... Okay. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, where's the form? I'm I'm not sure how familiar you are with Spaces, but if you look up top, there's like yeah. a bunch of tweets on the top of the space. Just scroll to the far right, and you'll see a tweet that says "Submit uh, okay, Music Here." Yeah, cool. Yep. Yep. All right. Sweet, I'll do that. Thanks so much. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. What's good, talk time? I thought I saw them unmute, but guess not. Um, no. Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was actually up in your form. That's why I couldn't get to the mute. <laughs> uh, no, it was just really piling on the agreement on 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 illuminated with, you know nice and good and uh you kind of you kind of get in that way a bit of involved in like artist development because like if if we all continue on that you know in leveraging web three uh web three uh wins into like some web two development whatever that means for you like if for if for green room uh green ring it was like you know um hiring you know an aid you know one of those or just yeah like helping get get streams um whatever whether it's like pr get you press and publications whether it's like to build out your studio you're kind of these are all things that fall under like artist development and uh i think i'm just all for that cycle of like sort of like yeah just like investing in yourself that's awesome um yeah i would agree with everything everyone's saying about the NFTs they collect. The perfect scenario for me is when it's a friend and I also value the art piece. That's like pretty much no brainer. I'm going to collect if I have the funds for me. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say absolutely friendship is like community is my biggest reason for collecting stuff. So many, re so many reasons to collect. Um, I had, <laughs> so many reasons to I had a point for Dragon earlier too yeah go ahead because I I think um, you were saying like the talented artist who's going to be a good flip or a nice artist da, da, da. in my brain I I honestly like genuinely don't think talent has any <laughs> like bearing on it, whether your NFT is going to flip or not just oh, based I, off I, of like yeah go ahead sorry nah go ahead <laughs> Uh, I think that is 
very true because and only because I know most of us have sold out NFTs and, and and no one's ever heard our music. So, you know, like that, that's like a weird thing, you know? Uh, but what does that mean for us then? That it's, it's, it's like this political game at that point. Like that's weird, but we, we don't have to go into that. I, I don't want to open that can of worms. I, I apologize for even talking that. You just opened it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. The, I... the proverbial worms have been opened and sloughed across the table. <laughs> thanks to Dragon, because you Dragon all these motherfucking proverbial worms across the motherfucking I No way. He just used I... Dragon as a verb. <laughs> that's that's uh... what it means to do music and do words for a living. Yeah. Um, they're gonna have to I feel like in uh, Twitch chat for sure. Pop, Dragon. I feel like you more than anyone would know that music NFTs is political as frick. Like, I don't like everyone. I don't know. Like, I'd say like fifty percent of the purchases is like. I don't even know if it's a bad thing. It's just like trying to join communities, trying to join like like token gated like groups. That's that's like. A, like a big part of our ecosystem. Yep. I don't know. Oh, sorry, go ahead, no, go ahead. I was just saying a long yup. Um, I don't know if Cupid has something directly to say to this. Um, I don't want to skip him. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really have anything to say about that, but I just wanted to say, um, I mean, you guys called it a can of worms, so I might diverge a little bit. But, dude, what's crazy is so. Well, wait, wait, before you diverge, yeah, I did want to say, if you don't mind, I did want to say something about that before you diverge. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just going to say, I think, too, like looking at it as like building foundation, since we are like kind of entering into somewhat of a new ecosystem economy sorry we're entering into like a new economy um and i do believe like the creative creator economy is definitely the next wave so it's like you know thinking about it like not very political like like not like again like you said past it's not necessarily like a negative thing like the positive thing is that we're actually you know building the foundation for something like a new industry kind of so i think it is like all these things that's happening is just necessary to to like you know propel ourselves more creatively in the future but this is just the foundation of of what's to come but yeah that's all i have to say i i agree with you and i think that um well since since coming into this space right uh even in d5 I've heard it a couple of times that the model is relationship selling right because people are putting the, their faith in you as a creator as a builder as an entrepreneur uh, to continue to innovate or to continue to work um, and provide value, uh, you know, for yourself and for, for them as holders, right? But, um, and if that's the case, then if, if it is relationship selling, then, I mean, then it is a little bit of politics because, you know, people are looking for their best interests um, in their vision as well as, you know, their own dreams and their own passions and their vision as well. And they want that to be included. I think we all want that to be included, you know, 
it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean it has to be the main show for everyone. Uh, but I think in some capacity, everybody you know shares that uh, sentiment a little bit. So um, it absolutely is you know can get a little you know politically you know incorrect, I guess sometimes or just political in general. But um, it's just you know relationships and that na- navigating that can be cumbersome like motherfucker because it's a lot you know it's a lot of emotional energy um it's a lot of energy between people in general like you know it's everybody is comprehensive everybody has layers to themselves so it's going to be a lot but i mean it can be a positive thing i mean i agree with bro i'm curious now there's a there's a very fun opportunity uh for a social experiment here Someone can make a totally new profile right now. Brenna's thumbing me down because she, I think she knows what I'm getting at. But someone can make a totally new profile. No music attached to it. No art backing it up. And, you know, like they pitch shift their voice or whatever. And, like, totally new person. Uh... And if they were just to, like, release a collection that was just, like, the most basic human music, just beeps and boops or whatever, I bet you, I bet you that would sell out. I tried doing that on Solana, and it was just uh, literally an amalgamation of dubstep growls and inconsistent and un- unpatternized clanking. Like, just dang, 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 dang. And I was just like, look, how art works is I'm pretty sure this will sell. So I'm pretty sure we're in the same wavelength right here, Dragon. I feel like that would work. It, it, there's a niche for everything, you know? But it's just, I, I don't know how quick it, it'll be caught. Maybe it could be like a people type of thing, you know? And you could start something. But I, I, I don't know. But we, this has to be tested. This is kind of cool. Listen, I just, I just made up. The, the, I, I'm full of, I, of thoughts as as i'm sure everybody else is it's it's just like you know uh there there's just like fun things that can be acted upon i think that um some some people don't do and i i don't know maybe this is, if we because there's the thing I, the, the the poll for me is just like some morbid curiosity within me at this point and like uh if we really believe that the political spectrum of, of of events and 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 relationships within this space exists then like maybe we should test those to those abilities um because it's like i don't know it it's, it's, it could be fun but i think i feel like it was it was a good there's a lot of people out here that are very like critical when it comes to what they collect and um oh man my adhd is really bad today never mind i forgot <laughs> Yeah, I'm still stuck on walking your cat. That's that's wild. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he's a dragon. I fi- oh yeah, I forgot dragon. Probably. I yeah. I I don't get to tell too many people about that, but like uh, I started like like bringing it up again around dragon's faces, and I, and like why is that so trippy? Like is it like I don't get it. Is this a cat? I no. I used to. I had a cat, and I was training her on the leash. So, but the reason I was wanted to do that was because. Yeah. I wanted to take her to like the woods so that she could just walk around with me. That was like my goal. 
it didn't happen. Yeah, that's essentially that's literally what you just mentioned. Like that, that was like my thought as well. And like, I didn't even have to train him. Like he just kind of walks beside me, but I, I usually just like pop on headphones and like, I just go on walks listening to my stuff. But uh, back to Dragon's point, it's, it's like, um, you know, you really have to think about like, you have to put yourself in the collector's foot. Uh, 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 ah, man, I can't talk today. You just really have to put your, yourself in their perspective, you know, and see like what the value is that they would be perceiving. Like, um, for instance, me lately, like, uh, I've been in here for over a year, I believe, in Web3 and just amongst the communities. And what's happened with me is that now when I go to buy things, whether it's art or music, I'm just kind of like, all right, I bought the thing I was looking at. For whatever reason, that felt like a rapper to me. You know, like, I, I was like, all right, time to unwrap this. What am I going to get? What's under the hood? And I'm just like, no, I just bought it. Like, that's what I bought. Like, just the thing I saw. And I was just like, that kind of sucks. You know, I don't want that to be with my music. Like, you know, they just go and, but like, see, like, oh, this is a cool beat in a picture. All right, let's go get it. What's underneath it? You know, like, not as a utility, but, like, what is that, like, gotcha moment? You know, like, what, what, what's going to be that thing? And I, I've been breaking my head for the past six months trying to figure it out. I still don't have anything. I, I'm, I'm still going to keep, like, thinking about it. But I feel like there's something there. Like, having a gotcha, you know, like that. Aha. And, again, not utility. Because utility could be defined by anything, but like genuinely something that you're just like, you know, you put in a uh, 25 cents into a, a, a dispenser and, you know, it, boom, what's in that capsule? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's goo. Maybe it's a toy. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that was me talking and responding to myself. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like that's, that's pretty much what I'm getting at. It's just, I feel like we need to have like something that really entices somebody to want to buy it because it's just like, I don't know. Like, lately, that's just what I've been feeling. I'm just like, what's the delivery? What's the punch? You know, the oomph. But um, I would love everyone's thoughts on that and, like, or maybe, like, some feedback. Maybe I'm wrong or maybe it's, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm going down a weird path. But, yeah. I want to ask how I got muted and, and how, how I have the – have I always had this power as a host yes. to, like, mute people individually? If somebody is feedbacking, I'd be hitting that mute so quick. Really? Yeah, Pastel don't play with the feedback. Um, he will. Oh, was I feedbacking? Oh, that's I, fair. Maybe I'll be honest with you. I can't hear anything. I got kids in the background. They are feedback. <laughs> Bro, me, I was so. tripping out because I said okay. something and I heard somebody reply, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, no, I agree with you too." And I was just like, "Wait, that was me." <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to your damn self. That was, shit was crazy. I don't know how that. That's so there. funny. Talking yeah, about an hilarious. echo chamber, huh? Echo <laughs> <laughs> You gotta try that. Out, um, I can swear. I still build on 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 off of that a little bit, just to like, uh, you know, we're trying to trying to solve those things. Like, it's it's a lot of things, and, and we're like, it's back to UI UX and stuff. But something even as simple as being able to pl- like play the music from your wallet, um, which is something. I and mean, Pastel can back me up. I mean, like, I, I I'm not trying. to bring it back to us but like trying to build a player that like sits in your wallet and is the nft like that's what we were trying to solve like because we are in that discovery phase of like you're talking about what do uh collectors want you know we're uh, i i that's what i thought they would (laughs) it was i was shown kind of what i don't know uh, it, it's, it was a little bit of a sleeper. Warps got got the CCO template now, and that, that that's rad. Um, 
anyway, that that that's just I'm just building off of that combo. I I hadn't even thought of that. It's it's cool that all the music player folks is in here. You know, if anyone's not familiar, Talk Time was the first uh, group to ever release an interactive music player on the blockchain. I think that's super. Like that's a that's a stamp in in Web three history. Um, the Outsider Collective, you know, we followed up with a little uh, music player, Warp Sound, just released a CCO music player that is open source and anyone in Web three music can use. I think that's such a important step in music in Web three. So yeah. Yeah. Thanks for shouting us out, guys. I just pinned it to the top. You know, as Talk Time and OC Collective knows. Sorry, that was redundant. Outsider Collective knows it, it takes a lot of lift and dev resources to make one of these on your own. And it's unrealistic for every single music musician or music collective to have to do it on their own. So we were like, we need this. We know other people need it. Let's give it to y'all to use. The I pinned up the top. It has like the full instructions on how to use it. So if you're a musician and you want your own album minted as an album player, go check it out. Yeah, and and those 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 uh uh, aggregators are trying to solve for it too with just at least like try, you know they're trying stuff like future tape has like the you know kind of embed players that they just launched uh finally like you know they added like collect features which is great um it's crucial e- even um yeah i don't know more and more more and more stuff i it continually like surprises me how much is possible on the blockchain like I remember, I think Poppy had, like, the, the idea of a player, like, before we had seen anyone do it. And we were all just kind of like, that's impossible. Like, nobody, you can't do that on the blockchain. And I don't, Poppy, was that you that found the talk time one first? Yes. Okay, so what, how it was happening is I was, I, whenever I had finally discovered music on the blockchain, like, I was having conversations with artists who had been already building and like talking to them about some of the hiccups they're running into and some of the other artists that were apprehensive to building on a blockchain, like asking them like, why? Like, um, you know, just getting down to the, to the skinny bones of it. Most people were like, well, I can't even play it. There's nowhere to play it. And looking at some of it, it's like, I don't even know where none of the music's at. So um, I was talking to Nate about like, okay, hey, what's possible? And he's like, anything's fucking possible. Like we can do it. I'm like, okay, well, we started working on it. Um, and I, I don't remember when, but at a certain point, we, we had an entire we had an entire prototype built, um, and we saw talk times NFT at that point, uh, and I was like, me and Nate were like, you know, it's funny because we were looking at it, <laughs> and so Nate funny. was like, Nate was like, you know what, this is this is actually a lot better. <laughs> this is a lot better uh, uh, of a concept. Like it's so much more like it's so much more sleek. Like the wow, we had it. Like ours was fucking huge on the space and everything. Like. It was, it, it was enormous. Just yeah, it I was think freaking block. I think it's it's such a good thing when like when it's like healthy competition because we seen the talk time shit and we was like oh it animates like the different songs change colors so we went back in on the player and like that's when I yeah. I ended up adding the little animation so whoever's singing is like highlighted and like it definitely made us really we we had to hold ourselves to a to a standard once we saw that. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I was I was like, no, somebody did it first. But like seeing your execution, I'm like, you know what? Like I'm like, we need to go back to the drawing board. Like, and that's something that it literally made everybody be like, okay, let's grow from this. And it was a positive experience. So 
I think I, I'd be honest, like just like Dead was saying, I think that was I think that was Dead Pro that was just saying this, but um, and I've been saying this for a while that I think that it should be your NFT should be more comprehensive. Like I think that there should be something more that the consumer gets than just something basic. Um, whenever they're purchasing from you, whenever they're picking up from you, like we're independent artists, which means, um, well, we're not going to be having the same resources as a conglomerate, sure, but we're also not going to be tied down to the same types of things that they're going to be tied down to like their frames of reference. They're going to do the same shit. They're going to do the same types of execution for everybody. We don't have to be tied down by those same types of, of rules and that same type of rule set. We can go anywhere the fuck we want to go from a zero to a hundred all over the place. And it can fit directly with our brand. If we do the messaging correctly um, and we're intentional with how we drop the motherfucker. So like, just like making something move on the actual page itself or move in the wallet itself like it behooves us to innovate i think it's our duty to be innovating right now just like brenda said we're fucking early so everybody here guess what you got put you welcome to the club even if you didn't want to be a part of it we're part of the forward thinking club we're going to solve a lot of problems that people are going to run that people are going to be running into in the future we're trying to fix those problems ahead of time so let's get to it (laughs) let's get to the innovation let's get to trying to figure out how we can do shit that nobody else is doing and do it well, do it consistently and be able to pull those, those templates uh, for other artists. I mean, that's what we did in, for OC. Like we turned around and offered the template to people and said like, um, but we'll help you mint something that is 12, 10, however many songs you want on I, playable music. If I'm, if I'm super honest, dude, like that is what I truly, truly wished props had the bandwidth to do like at the time like i they're and 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 rightfully like they couldn't just like totally pivot and like build this whole music thing that wasn't proven yet and so i totally get it but like i fully like that's awesome that you were offering it to like because ultimately yeah like our goal was like for it to be adapted as just yet another mechanism for folks to, to, to do this thing and in, in an album way, you know what I mean? Cause like there was like, you know, that, that, that like, like y'all, y'all, you know, we're just like thinking a lot about this shit, like a couple years ago or a year and a half now. And like, what is, you know, lacking and, and just, um, yeah, that, that, that's it. Hey, Brand, I want to add real quick um, how you said, uh, well, on the conversation, I think it's really going to be in the beginning how we're so early. It's going to be artists supporting artists, artists at first, like people, creatives coming into this space. But once I know it has swept, at least the U.S., um, at least, the, and I know this is worldwide, So, but on the U.S. spectrum, once I know it swept the U.S., it'll hit Nebraska, like the Midwest. Once I make more people from the Midwest on here, because I realize it's mainly people from the coast. And, there, you know, larger parts, of, like cities, you know, because we get the late trends, you know, like we get the year stuff like later on and lingo and stuff like that. But once it really funnels into the, the you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, once it funnels into the Midwest and it's more people and we get hit the mainstream and we figure out those problems and find solutions for music NFTs that like I like the idea of the, you know, you have a playlist in your wallet of your music NFTs. You know, and you could just listen to it like that, you know, just like, a, you know, just like that. That'd be dope as hell. 
But once we figure out those problems and we start innovating more and moving further in the future, that's when everything and everyone will come in. I think that's genuinely how it will happen. But I just do want to say I got to go. Um, but thank you for the conversation. All right, there, bro. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I think real quick, I'm, I'm going to let uh, – I'm going to get to y'all. The hands are crazy as fuck. But um, I think that we're already in that mode, right? I don't want to make people feel like we're running out of time. But uh, it's definitely already started to grow on people's radars, right? My son is going crazy in the bath. He's having the time of his fucking life. I am dad of the year right now. Let's go, baby. Uh, no. Nah, um it's already see you've already begun to see the shit on, on big companies' radars, okay? So that means that big money is coming. They do see what the fuck is happening here, and they are coming. When big money starts to show up, that will dictate a lot of adoption because they can afford to lose more fucking money than you because they make more money than you, right? So when that starts to happen, right, then a lot of norms, a lot of the culture becomes dictated by just default. Right, because of how the how, how the how the people come in, how they're onboarded, yada yada, et cetera, et cetera. So it behooves people to be working. You know, we are early, but we ain't that fucking early. Okay. So get to work. <laughs> Apply your fucking self. Or come on now because it, it, at a certain point, maybe a year, it's not gonna be the same. These barriers of entry will be higher, okay, for people getting into the market. And introducing themselves into the market, making sales, et cetera, growing themselves, growing their potential, et cetera. Those barriers will be fucking higher, no doubt about it. Saturation will be higher, no doubt about it. So it it, it, it really does behoove you to motherfucking apply yourself and apply your train of thought with intention. So um, also, yeah, hands. also, I just wanted to add to that real quick. OGs will not matter in a couple of years. That's a very controversial topic. But I don't believe OGs are going to matter in a couple of years. We, we really like talking about people that were first and all that. They're not going to remember you. I, I, don't, I don't care. They're, they're not going to remember anybody. They're not going to remember any of us. It's going to be whoever they bring on and whoever they market. Like, it's not going to, like, you, you guys think you're the hot shit right now. But, like, take advantage of what we have at the moment. Take advantage. Listen. Listen, we need to hear this because everybody has an ego in this fucking space right now. Everybody thinks that they can like do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, you can because you have the you there there is that market right now. That's what the market is currently. But like in the next couple of years, nah, we got Mastercard coming in. <laughs> we we got like bigger. We got Warner Music coming in, That's bro. Billions. Like, That's billions, I mean, billions. I just want to be clear. I don't think I'm the shit. Look at how many are of our super innovative, critically acclaimed fucking albums sold. Not so much. I don't know. Um, Can I, real quick, um, Dragon, I hear what you're saying. I just want to add an asterisk to it. I, I agree that the OGs will not matter unless you solidify yourself with some legitimate music, a legitimate yes. fan base, in real life. Yes. Yes, because yes. we've already like no to anyone out there, but we've already seen the people, you know, a year ago, the people who started off in Web3 music absolutely were getting the high sales. It wasn't even close. And now a lot of those people have started to kind of fade into the background and it's just become who's being consistent, who's putting out good music, you know, who's here. So I agree with Dragon with an asterisk that un I think we're you're going to be irrelevant unless you're willing to adapt 
unless you're willing to push outside of this small ecosystem that we have right now. So that's what I'll say. Pesto, that's exactly what I was going to say as my ending sentence. Not every OG leaves a legendary legacy. With that being said, I'm going to head out. All right, Cuban. I appreciate you. Little cherub with the wings. So All right, Cuban, be easy. Um, we, we need to get to some of these hands, though. Yeah, um, we real quick, we, we have another panelist. Girl, the legend who just joined the space. Girl, we know you've been taking some time off of spaces, so I'm so blessed to have you joining in and sharing some words and hopefully some music with us. So, yeah, what's up, girl? Feel free to introduce yourself. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. What the heck is up, y'all? Oh, my God. Literally, this space is amazing. I was, um, you know, I was, like, not in here for the first couple of hours just because I had to take care of some business, you know what I'm saying? But just from what I've heard from the past, like, however long I've been here, 20 minutes or some shit, like, this conversation is so freaking fire. And super, honestly, I raised my hand just because, ah, bro, do I even remember? Do I remember? I don't even know. But it was a minute ago. It was like, I think we were talking about, I don't know, Poppy was talking about the player. And, oh, Dead had brought up something that I thought was super interesting about, like, uh, shit, about wanting to just provide more for his collectors and shit or just not wanting, you know, people to just buy NFT and then that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. But I, honestly, I don't know. It kind of made me think about, like, I mean, what what was the last thing that, genuinely curious, like, what was the last thing that everybody bought and were you happy, like, did that thing, like, do something for you? Like, what? What did it do for you? You know what I'm saying? So, like, the last thing I bought was this coffee right here, like, an hour ago. And, um, I mean, it did what it was supposed to do, you know? Like, I'm happy. I'm satisfied. I got this coffee um, so that I could uh, juice my brain up, and it juiced it up, you know? And I'm happy about it. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes, sometimes I feel like some... Bruh, I was about to say sometimes I feel like sometimes, but sometimes I feel like people or we like expect more from buying an NFT just because it's an NFT. Like, I feel like no one's ever satisfied. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like no one's ever satisfied, like, with whatever it is, even if, like, it's exactly, even if the project does exactly what the fuck they said they're going to do, I feel like there's still always this kind of like, well, it's not enough, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, damn, like, do I want to chase that or not? You know, I guess personally, no, bruh. Honestly, I, I don't want to chase that. You know, I think like, um, you know, I definitely think that we should be bringing value to our collectors, of course, just because like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, I feel like you'll never make everybody happy. Like, I've seen it a million bajillion times, even just in my short little one year in the space, a little bit over a year. Like, I don't know. I've seen so many people just not be happy with what they're getting. Like, everyone is just underwhelmed all the time. And it's just kind of like, bro, what what is it about NFTs that we expect so much out of them? You know, like, do you, do you feel the same when you go and buy a pair of Nikes, like, you you open the box and you wear the shoes and you're like, 
you know what, fuck this. You know what, fuck Nike. Like, I don't even know why the fuck I bought the... You know, maybe you do. I think that's cool, too, but I don't know. I just don't see as much, like, dissatisfaction outside of at people buying NFTs, you know? I feel like... But I don't know. I could be wrong. I definitely... I'm just curious about, like, what was the last thing that everybody here bought? And, like, do you feel... Did you feel... Do you feel happy about it, like, that you bought it? Do you feel like you got what the fuck you were supposed to get out of it, you know? Like, genuinely... Genuinely. I just want to say, girl, you sound like you've been touching grass. Like you sound like you let you like took a step back from Web3 and really gained some zoomed out perspective on like what this space really means. Because I think when we get so wrapped up in it, we forget. I don't know. Like, yeah, we don't think about it from that perspective. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, What's up? Anybody want to answer the question? Yeah, I feel like it, it, like for me personally, the last thing I bought was a Ute. It was uh, one of the biggest collections on Solana. And to this day, like I analyze it like crazy because there was something satisfying about it and it was utility. You know, it gives you community, gives you all these other benefits. But the reality is like there was something more behind it. And I was just like, what gave, what gave, what gave this magical feeling that made me want to go, all right, I got to get that. And for me, and, and, it, and it, I actually just realized that in this conversation that you guys were having <laughs> is the presentation. The presentation matters. Okay, girl, when you go and buy, and this is what I mean. It's not about utility. It's not about anything like that. Remember, if there's there's a difference. In, have a, have, I can't find the words, but hopefully you guys get the message. Okay, when I go and buy a coffee, the coffee, the picture of it looks so good, right? It's $4.99. Cool, whatever. When I go and buy that coffee, I'm not expecting to get that coffee picture. I'm expecting to get the real deal, the coffee, you know? The coffee has an experience. It has an aroma, a taste. It has an image to it. You know, you could hold it. it it's it's interesting because that's the presentation in itself, you know, how it's, how it's given to you and presented to you. Okay, now with Utes, what was so amazing about that NFT project for me personally was the delivery. The, the way you acquired a Utes was you got some soul, you got to their website, connect your wallet. They had a vending machine where you deposit your money and then it does the whole animation. The song comes out and like it does the ticking. You hear the clanks and everything. Boom, falls out the capsule. And then there's a reveal, a reveal function. Not everything needs a reveal function. Not everything needs to be that uh, 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 complicated. But it did something. It made me go, oh, what's in that, that, that globe? Then once it revealed, I saw my youths pop out and I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love this. This was worth the wait. This was everything I wanted out of this and it I didn't realize it up until now that that's what the magic is when I'm buying something you know I don't want to just outright see what I'm getting I want to like the mystery you know like don't don't, doesn't even have to be like hidden or anything you don't have to be like ooh, what kind of song will it be it's just oh this genre this and that give them a 30 second snippet and then once they buy it they get the whole thing you know, you're saying you wanted more of an experience, less of a transaction. Yeah, you know, because that that's a, that's that has to be it, man. Because like that perfectly faded away that that question mark that I had earlier. I was just like, what is it about my music that I don't want it to just be like, oh, there's the MP3, bye, got it. No, you know, look at look at look, OC, perfect example. You guys said it yourselves. You guys went above and beyond to create this player. That was the presentation. That was the magic, the gotcha moment, the aha, this is what I'm getting because you got something out of it. Now, that wasn't the promise. That wasn't like, oh, here's the utility. You know, it's this player. No, 
you know, that was just there. And then you guys went above and beyond and gave it out to everybody else. Like that is amazing. And you guys literally changed my perspective of how I'm going to be launching my NFTs because you have to give it proper delivery. It doesn't have to be like, like how everybody else is doing it, make it your own, but make it unique and make it like, so it's satisfying once you have it, like unwrapping a gift, you know? Such a, Rena. wait, before we continue, oh. um, girl, were you asking what's the last object you bought in real life or like on the blockchain? Cause I know she referenced her cup of coffee. Yo, yeah, I was just thinking, like, in general, you know, I guess, it, yeah, if the last thing you bought is an NFT, then hell yeah, you know? Mine's a, a Dragon NFT. Sheesh. And it, it uh, opened up my mind to the possibilities. Do, do you think you collected from someone nice or someone talented? <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm so curious not. to hear this. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, what's up, Brenna? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I have a couple things. First of all, if you haven't watched The Last Star Wars, that's like really good inspiration for um, for us in Web3 right now. Just side note. Um, another thing was that the player thing, I don't know if um, someone has built this. I haven't looked at all the player situations, but I was thinking it would be kind of cool just to have, like, like super, super simple, like, narrowing it down to just, like, the bones of what it could be so that it's, like, super easy. But um, just having a program, like, an app that you download, it doesn't have anything on it. Like, there's no songs on it, but what it does is you download it and it connects to your personal wallet and then it just, like, siphon, siphons in all of your, your music. So it's just there. You can listen to your music from that app. So the app becomes, like, your own personal NFT player. So it's not, like, necessarily connected to any of the other platforms. It doesn't stream any platforms or anything like that. It's just, like, your own personal Purely platform. a wallet scrubber, yeah. There's, yeah, exactly. And that's also, uh, like, keeps from, like, the aggregation issue or whatever. And then also gives you the experience of just playlisting and having all your songs in one place um before i move on to my last thought does anybody have something to say about that i'll go all damn day on this on this damn topic no go ahead go ahead yeah i just wanted to mention that that's something that we've definitely thought about with our player and that's why in addition to the actual player that we provided there's also a playlist metadata standard involved so that Anyone that creates a player for music NFTs, you'll be able to take anything that's been made with this player and listen to it there. Um, I do love the idea of it being like, you know, it's its own app like that you own instead of it being a, a particular platform. But yeah, we, we really wanted to think about the, the portability of the music because that is one of the big values of music NFTs. And I think that that should be at the forefront of our minds. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that and uh you know i i'd i'd love to see uh yeah something because like what you were talking about up to a point where you said like but not from the platforms is like is like what the spin app app does is like supposedly is like like you make a playlist of your the music nfts you have and that's and that's your you know you're playing that um all your web3 music collection but, but it's, not, it's not everything you 
I, I don't know exactly. if I, maybe I'm wrong. I thought they were like only they only retrieved the music that was on the certain platforms like sound. Yeah, for sure. I think and it's always I think being like built upon, but yeah, like the, right now and 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 same with all of them. You know, you know, you follow this stuff, right? <laughs> Yeah, the well, issue is exactly why we need the standard because yeah, no, yeah. aren't going to be able to keep up if they have to, you know, be importing all these different methods and trying to keep up with everybody's unique code. So having a standard really helps to to make things portable. Yeah, that to was be a realistic, fix. The wallet scrubber. Did. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. I was just saying that was a huge fix that y'all kind of like did with the warps player. Props. And I like that somebody mentioned that getting these albums was like opening up a present when we had minted our first album player. So we released five albums for free um, simultaneously while we were releasing the CCO player for other people to use. And somebody commented and was like, I feel like I'm unwrapping a vinyl, like like taking the cellophane plastic off of it. And that just like made me feel so good. (laughs) It was like, I'm like, that's exactly that nostalgic feel is where a lot of like the value and drive for music NFTs is going to come from, right? Like trying to convince people to go back to collecting music is a in big part a nostalgia. That was going to be like my my last thought was just um it's like treating it just like um which I I appreciate you Dead Proxy for bringing up cuz it's a really good thought but treating treating your release or your NFT is like first impression when you meet somebody. It's like like people say all the time, the first impression is like the most important impression. So I think that's that's what that's kind of what it made me think about is like what what is the first impression that you want people to have of this drop or of this NFT um, or of this song or whatever it is. And, you know, and if you really just to back that up, if you really think about it, look at Violetta's um, um, launches, right? Like they're doing incredibly well because there's something tied to it physically, you know, like there's literally a vinyl attached to some of her collections. That's awesome. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge nerd when it comes to analyzing music and trends. The sounds from 2010 are coming back. Literally, like, old classics are coming back, like, like old formats. Uh, for sure, vinyl's coming back. Like, all these things you should really take into consideration, you know, and maybe implement. You know, it only takes uh, $200 to print out 500 vinyls. Now, if you can go and sell a collection... Get two hundred dollars from 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 um, your treasure chest, and then go invest that into vinyls, and then repurpose those vinyls for your next release, or maybe tie it to the current one. That's value, you know. That's an extra incentive, and it's already paid for. Like, give it out, you know. Like, like treat people. Like, that's the power of all this. Like, and you could do that if you just properly lay it out. You know, like remember everything we say out here. Like, it, it's not easy. It's not easy being an independent artist, much less one in this space. But do uh, um, pay attention to your delivery. Like, do, and think about the senses when you do that, you know? Think about it visually, what you're going to hear, what you're going to feel, you know, what you're going to smell. Like, think of all those things because those are mental triggers that stay stuck in your head. And you need that, you know? Because when people think, oh, what am I going to get from, um, let's say, my, my last uh, release, if it was tied to... I sprayed some perfume on it, let's say uh, cologne, and um, it was like really fancy or whatever. And once they got it, you know, physically, the physical copy, they were like, oh, this smells great. I was like, oh, I wonder like what the next one will smell like. Or just like, oh, I wonder how much detail he's going to like put into this. Like last time he made it smell good. Like maybe this time it'll have like a texture. Like 
be creative, y'all. You know, like we're all creatives here, but I feel like that's going to push us forward. Like having like, you know, that, that gotcha, that, that gift moment. Okay. So speaking of creativity and vinyls, let me put y'all on really quickly. So there is a company I tagged at the top called Vinyl Key and they create um, custom vinyl records with NFC chips incorporated into them that link back to your NFTs on the blockchain. So if you have an NFT you want to release and you want to give out the album to, you can literally have those connected. So Vinyl Key, that's the plug. Yo, I got to hit you up with that. That's crazy. And could I add something really quick? Uh, I'm going to hop off right after this. But just, uh, how does everyone feel about, this is something I want to do personally. How does everyone feel about using music NFTs as two-part situations? One, you have the NFT. You have that incentive of holding and seeing how my career goes. But two, you have the option of offloading the, the track. So that way you could actually have it. You know, like, like, like you could actually have it in your uh itunes or or apple or whatever you know like whatever device you want and that's a vehicle for downloading um you know like how does everyone feel about that the argument used to be um oh it's gonna devalue the floor but i feel like it'll actually increase it somehow um i'd love people's thoughts on this um but yeah sorry i'm hogging the space so i personally think that people are doing a disservice to themselves if they gate their music it is, every musician here knows, I know this, know this, knows how difficult it is to get people to actually listen to your music. You know, it takes two seconds to look at a piece of art, right? It's visual, it's right in front of you, but to actually sit there and listen to a piece of music might take up, you know, three, five minutes of your time. And that's actually a really big deal. That's, yeah, that's asking people a lot. So if you gate your music so people can only listen to it if they hold it, you're never going to be able to grow. Like you really need to get your music out there Make it available on every platform you can. Encourage everyone to listen to it because that's what's going to bring real value to your music. People need to know it exists in order to appreciate it. 100%. Totally agree with you. You need to be, yeah, the, what, what, the limit that needs to happen is the access to the value that you provide as an artist, right? That's what, you're, that's what you should be token gating, right, at the end of the day. Any additional value that you might be providing uh, other than whatever it is you initially provided uh, with the NFT itself. So it's like that, you know, any access to yourself. Yeah, I agree with you, Sage. It should never be limited, never be gated in any capacity. I think you are hindering yourself uh, inherently. Um, what's up, Violetta? What's cracking? Hey. Yeah, I wanted to <clears throat> touch on two things. One, what Girl said I thought was interesting because – I feel like the opposite for me personally. Like, I feel like I, first of all, I don't have any regrets of any NFTs that I've bought and, or like disappointment or anything like that. And second of all, I feel like I get more enjoyment from buying music NFTs than like buying, like going shopping, you know, and like buying like clothes or like, random like shit like material like possessions because when I'm buying a music NFT I feel like I'm supporting that fellow musician and their career their life their dream right so like I get more fulfillment to buy that with no expectation 
than, you know, anything else or any material stuff personally. And, and then the other thing I was going to say is loved everything dead proxy said and really gave me like so much food for thought. And it's such a good point that we can get super creative with our releases and our NFT drops and like tie them to senses like that was really interesting like how he mentioned you know like smell and like feeling like texture or like that's yeah that's so interesting and also speaking of um opening like an an engaging opening kind of like mechanic I guess you would call it chaos which again Pastel and I were both in chaos shout out to them um they did such a cool thing with their packs that the each pack had like four songs and you can choose to open it or not like I still have one unopened pack and um and the people were like oh my god like opening the pack was like such a cool experience you know so yeah definitely like that's super interesting I think and and would like to explore that more yeah absolutely um oh go ahead girl I'll let you respond to me no I I guess I'm just gonna say like just double tap the experience thing I feel like I you know I don't know if everybody feels the same but I feel like sometimes I focus on like the tech, you know what I'm saying? Or like just making something really cool. But I feel like sometimes like um I feel like the experience is pretty much 80% of the whole entire thing. Like even just, I don't know, like, you know, if you're going to buy a MacBook, you know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck is it so exciting to buy a freaking MacBook? Like, why? You know, like I'm about to spend a bag on this bitch you know a lot of money honestly too much damn money but i love it like if i could buy a macbook every month like i probably that's actually od but if i could buy a macbook like often and go through the experience of going to the apple store looking at first of all the apple store like just a second of silence for the apple store bruh like that shit is fire i've literally there's not one other store that I'm excited to be the fuck in. Like, I like being in that bitch. I will hang out there and just vibe. You know what I'm saying? Just mess with the iPhones, you know? Like, there's literally not another store that I can go to that's like, I just like being there. You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh, just... I guess just, yeah. I guess I'm just an Apple fucking head, but... Bruh, what yeah. If I told, what if I told you that I built the iPhone of music NFTs? No way. Wait, who was that? <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to figure out. That was me, look, talk time. Look, I'm just look your ass. I'm just fucking with you. Ass. Look at that. You all but, about but to buy But that ass, like, the experience of opening a MacBook is so pleasing. Like, they make everything so seamless. Like, the little pull tabs for for each little um, unwrapping, you know, is they're perfect. You literally just have to put your laptops next to each other to sync it over. You don't have to actually do anything. It just, like, automatically is perfectly your new screen. Like, I 
will always sing praises to the the new Apple product experience because I don't know. I'm wait, wait, wait. or die over here. So I heard, I heard that. Say, um... wait, real quick. I heard that Apple literally like puts their engineers like into figuring out how to make the like they control the speed that the box opens. Like you know how you kind of have to like slide it out. Like they literally control every single aspect of like the the process to opening your item just to make it so that like I don't know so much more seamless and smooth so that's crazy to me. No literally I bought my first MacBook back when they were doing the um black MacBooks so this was like I don't know like 15 plus years ago oh, and I've been ones. I've been Mac my whole life so like I've watched that experience evolve and like it is so well thought out I it it, it stands out amongst every other unboxing experience as like really one of the best Okay. Um, all I want to say on this subject, because um, I know Pastel wants to get into the music, um, but um, Mac um, is terrible. I hate them. Um, PC is the best. Everybody should switch to PC. Throw your Macs out the window. See you later. Um, Excuse me, but I can't copy something on my phone and paste it on I'm not giving that up for shit. <laughs> I'm not emailing myself things when I need it on another device. No, I'm just going to airdrop it. Thank you. I can do that too. It's nice and easy, you know. Just um, it's just the email away. You feel me? Yeah, Google. (laughs) Listen, um, other other than that, only good feature. I hate Mac. Um, they they do not work with any of the programs that I like to use together. Um, so yeah, um. Fuck Mac, um, PC's the best. You know, we out here, Windows boy forever. You feel me? The first thing a musician does when they finish a song is they test it on an iPhone to make sure it sounds good because that's where the majority of people are having their listening experience. Um, I'm going to say uh, that's a negative. Everybody goes into their car (laughs) first. So, um, but uh, we're just shitting on you, Sage. Wait, you go? I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm, I can't hate on the iPhone. I love the iPhone. I have an iPhone. I'm wearing my AirPods right now. You can probably hear the rain in the background. They're great. They're the best. I can't hear anything else around me. You know what I'm saying? But you guys can hear it all. But fucking, um, I just, I hate, I hate, um, I hate the freaking operating system. It's, um, it's just, it's, it's whack to me. And that's why we have multiple options. Exactly. That's why I'm on Windows, you know, skating. I can play games and make music on the skating. same computer. It's crazy. Um, Apple, I feel like part of the price is <laughs> just the UI, just the experience. So that's the last thing I want to say. What's up, Brenna? And then we'll transition. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. Unmute. My bad. Okay. Um, since this is the first time we don't have any hands up, we're going to go into the open mic portion. Let's run it up. Let's go. Uh, what's up, Illuminated? Submit your uh, music. I'm just, I'm just trolling you, sorry. Nah. Just so, oh my God. Just so everyone's aware, if you're not in here when we get to your song, we kind of have to skip you just because we got to keep the room flowing. So, yeah, just going to let y'all know. Um, yeah. Let's it also it. might be mid. Sorry. <laughs> no, nah, I mean that sure. that's you can't really do anything about that. Um only if you're for okay. the mid west. Ooh. 
Got ass. Now my dog just opened the door. Okay, um, let's yeah. start off with someone who's on stage right now. Warp Sound. Let's get into this track. So the way it works, we're gonna play the track first. Um, oh my god, my dog is like getting in the trash. After we play it, after we play it, um, we're gonna we would love to hear your feedback or kind of just the backstory of the track. So yeah, let's go. This is "I Wish I Could" by Glitch and Liz Kelly. That was dope. Who who voiced it? Because that doesn't sound AI generated. I yeah. was going to think that it... Okay, go ahead. So one thing we're really big on at Warp Sound is the collaboration between human and machine. So the music is entirely AI generated based off of our Chillwave artist Glitch's uh, sonic thumbprint. And then the vocals are done by an artist, Liz Kelly, who I believe is based out of, I want to say, Tennessee. Um, she's super talented. We've collab- collaborated with her a few times. This is one of my favorite songs, which is why I chose it. I like will play it on repeat because it just like is such a nice vibe. Um, but I think it really showcases really beautifully the potential of how especially vocalists can collaborate with um, the, the AI music that they can put out. Have you guys ever, uh, I'm only bringing this up because I'm, I'm curious. Um, I just figured, I just found out about, um, this, this artist called Holly, uh, Holly plus 
Um, I really like her. Like it, it's 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 a it's a AI model trained on on someone's voice, and uh, it, it's very very cool. Um, uh, I think that would be a really good collaboration between you two. I haven't heard of them. If you wanna, I'm trying to look it up right now. If you wanna send me a link, I would appreciate it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll send it to you right now. Um, AI vocals are definitely so incredibly challenging and whoever masters that first is going to be great. (laughs) I highly recommend y'all check out um, Holly's TED Talk. It's one of the most mind-blowing things I've seen. So, yeah, Dragon, if you want to find that, that'll be sick. Um, But, yeah, I think AI music, like using, like, timbre transfer, that's, like, a technique where they kind of, like, take the frequency of your voice and like can transfer it onto other singers. Like if you look at the, the Holly plus like YouTube video, it shows like a guy singing into a mic and it's coming out as like Holly's voice. And that's like freaking incredible. And I'm actually experimenting with timbre transfer right now with a, with a good friend of mine. So yeah, I'm super excited to delve into this. Going to be morphing those tones, dude. Oh, yeah, I just, I, I just see, what you, I see what you did there. Sorry. My, How do you feel about the Morphosomes? That's crazy. Talk Dude, time we've been like, following you for so long. Talk time looked like the new age men in black. They look like they just a part of every situation that's happening on what's I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I was going to say probably. Matrix. You know those twins in the Matrix in the Matrix Revolved or whatever it's called? Oh, you know no. what I'm talking the about? White dress? No. <laughs> yeah. Get that fuck out. Those fuck those guys. <laughs> he know exactly the white dress. No. Wait. I'm done. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, Bruh, I haven't seen that movie in so long. But wait, what was the what was the thing that y'all were talking about? You said Holly and something else. Yeah, I I pinned it to the top. It's Holly Herndon and Holly Plus. <laughs> and then what was the thing, <clears throat> Pastel? You said you're experimenting with. So and you um, said something that was confusing to me. What'd you say? It's just it's just an AI uh, technique called timbre transfer. It's spelled like T I M B R E transfer, and it's just kind of like if you've seen like deep fake videos of like people's faces it's like that but for audio so it it, like transfers the sound of a voice or an instrument and onto like another person's voice or another audio clip it's it's like a really broad term but like a lot of people are using it to like to take like singers vocal styles and then like have other people sound like them when they sing so yeah Okay, um, super, super sick first track. Was not expecting that at all. That was cool. Thank you so much, Warp Sound, for sharing that with us. I'm telling you, we make some music that actually sounds good. <laughs> You're, um, by the way, if any of the hosts got to drop out at any point, we will not hold it against you. We know four hours can be long as hell. So, yeah, we'll just keep it running. Let me see who else is in the space right now. Yeah, real quick. Uh, that's going to be me because I got a uh, daughter to attend to as well. Um, and she new to this earth, so she's trying to figure out her journey. So we got to go do that. Uh, but, yeah, no, I love y'all. The conversation was immaculate. I really appreciate when everybody comes with their heads swiveled on straight and we can have a serious, crazy conversation about what's the what the future holds for us collectively. Um, and I appreciate that with intention. So 
you know, I got mad love for y'all, Pastel. I appreciate you for putting this together. Um, and we're, uh, I love you, bro. Look, he thought I was gonna talk some shit. Look, that's love why you did your thumbs down. Thanks for coming. All right, y'all. I pre, I premeditated um, it. Yeah, you know, get the hell out of here, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much, Poppy, for hosting. You're awesome. Um, let's go ahead and get into this next track. This is... Uh, how do you pronounce this? Hold on one second, y'all. This is Stray Dog's Point of View by Say... I don't know how to pronounce this. It's S-A-G-A-3-K. So, yeah, let's go. Maybe it's Sega 3000. Maybe so. Maybe Sega 3000. Okay. Let's go. Or Saga. <laughs> Sai 
Say Jack, that was crazy. That was nice. That was fire. Hey yo, hey yo, everyone. What's up, bro? What's up, dude? Hey, this is Saga on the mic. Saga, that was sick. Um, you giving me like Mojibis, oh. like lo-fi Japanese type beat. That was sick. Hell yeah! Oh, we thank you, thank you. We gotta get you on the intro to the next, uh, you know, the remake of Samurai Champloo for sure. Oh, I it love that anime. Correct. Sorry, what? It was it was Cantonese, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Cantonese. And uh, FYI, I wanna give you some background about the lyrics. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, this song was inspired by a Japanese photographer, uh, Daito Moriyama. It's like the other day I came across one of his photo shoot. It's a black and white, high contrast dog pic, and and I feel it just speak to me, and it feels right to the bit. So I came up with this story about a dog. Uh, that struggling to survive and finding its way out in a devastated city that was ruined by nuclear leak disaster kind of stuff is a fictional story, but that kind of reflects my IRL situation at that time. Yeah, hope uh, hope you can uh, understand that. Yeah, that's a really beautiful story. It's it's cool to hear. Um, some of the narrative behind what you shared. That's awesome. Yeah, and one quick question. I'm always curious about that. Um, if the audience doesn't know the lyrics, uh, do they, can they vibe with the song or they, they yeah. can... Yeah, I was oh. bobbing my head. I was vibing out the whole Why? time. Yeah, shit was awesome, dude. I uh, oh, thank have a you. Big uh, place in my heart for turntablism too. Like, you know, one of my first bands oh. was like turntable, turntables, bass, and guitar. Me on guitar and looping is like hell so. yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I got a shout out to my homie DJ Burn for the scratching sound. Yeah, I feel like. It gotta be some real scratching instead of uh, random sound from the sample pack. So I asked him for a favor. Yeah. Yeah, that sounded so well constructed. And here's the thing: like, I might not have understood any of the words, but like, it gives me the opportunity to like pay attention to flow. And uh, I really appreciated everything that you did on that track. Um, I like the vibe. I like the flow. Everything was great. Yeah, the chorus. Thank you so much. Sick. That was a really beautiful track. Thank you for sharing. Um, We'll go ahead and get into our next one. We have a returning caller, Bobby Art. 
Pixie. Let's go. Um, this track is called. Let me see. I think it's called Want. Oh, I love Want. This is Want by Bobby R. Pixie. Let's go. Master. You know when you hear a song and you just imagine the music video along with it? You know what I'm talking about? Like you just see the whole picture? Yeah, it's just like totally there. Yeah. It's that song. Yeah. So I, I know I heard some girl vocals. I know I heard some Kalu vocals over the Bobby production. Like, dog, that was crazy. I'm shook. Yo, shouts Kalu. I don't know where she is, but... Sending her love wherever she is. Yeah, shout out to Kalu. Shout out to Girl. Um, this came out so well. Uh, the only oh yeah, Genesis is the mixer as well. They did a great job. Uh, the only issue I had with it is 
the vocals on Kalu was like, I feel like it was a bit too like high range, like high mid range, and that was actually a fault of um, mine. That's not Genesis's fault. That's totally on me. But it came together well. The song is a celebration of queer love. Um, for those who don't know, I'm a I'm Miss Bobby the Art Pixie. I'm a transgender woman. And I thought it was a good idea to work with some queer artists on a song celebrating queer love. And that's what this song ended up being. Just a celebration of queer love. Beautiful. Is that minted yet? Uh, no, that will be minted in May. This song is coming out as a single on Web 2 in March. And then in May with the whole EP, um, I'm, we're, we're on our final track on the EP. I'm doing it with Bad, but Bad's kind of dealing with a lot of things right now. So, um, we're going to have that, um, the EP in, um, May. And when it's done, when I release it. Um, it will be on Web3. Um, yeah. Um, girl, since we are, have you up here, would you like to share about your process for writing? Uh, for this song, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I mean, shit. Uh, Bobby gave me and Kalu, well, we hopped on a call and... Uh, yeah, she was just talking about, like, her vision for the song and wanting it to be about queer love. So I guess I just kind of, like, yeah, just wrote from a perspective of, uh, like, falling in love with a girl, you know, the typical, the typical, typical. Nothing really crazy, but, yeah, you know, that's how I approach it. Fire. Um, y'all both slid, super slid on the track. It's so cool to hear, Bobby. I don't know when the first time you played that. I think you played that track maybe like a few months ago. First, yeah, I played it a few months ago to like, um, just kind of like I did not put any effects on it. I just kind of put everything on the thing, you know, haphazardly mixed in, just put it out, and. I'm kind of glad I did that because, um, yeah, I didn't realize that uh, girls' vocals needed to be treated in a different way. Bars. Um, it's so cool just to watch the progression of that song and, like, having you come and play it and get feedback and just hearing the final product. It's, it's awesome. So appreciate you always pulling up and sharing your music. Hell yeah. Thank you, Bobby. No problem. And um, because this is something I did for the song, I just want to impart these. Like, sample flips are great, but make sure that you're doing something new with them. Like, my track uses a pretty obvious soul sample flip, but I worked with it by making it sound more bouncy, by adding some, like... um, some like EDM stabs, um, doing like work with your um samples, like make sure you know. It's like, I mean, it sometimes it works for the song where you're just using the sample, sometimes that works, 
Um, but yeah, just like playing with your sample. That's great advice. Um, yeah, you heard her. You flipping the sample, make sure it sounds different than the original. So good advice. Can't really add much to that. Thank you so much, Bobby. Music is always fire. Um, we will get into this next track. We have Skirt by Stones the Organic. Let's go. I be the life of the function. Chef, we're organic and cake in the oven. I'm feeling right up the budget. I'm at the top summit. Man, if there's nothing, it's something. I'm acting brand new. Now my words, they don't want me. I mix a yard with the toffee to sit with the party. Your lady all on me. I'm on the run like a fox that I never see jump. Man, it's look like a dolphin. I'm on the move like a comet. I gave my mama a promise. Living my life with love since I'm running it up. I don't care what the cost is. Putting the fear in a coffin. Now my drip is imported. Now they think I'm imported. Going on my neck with my mind is a fortune. Invest in my future, acquire assets. Eat this on deck, but that's only a portion. I keep it hygienic. My vibe is authentic. My cars is electric. My women is centric. I look at your life, it's so boring. Catch disease like I'm smaller. Heating it up, I put the cord in. Rollers the books, I'm just acting according. Pull up, like, screw. What's the word? I'm on the curve. We outside. For my dreams, I could. I had to write, I had to slide, pull up, like, school. what's the word, I'm on the curve, we outside, for my dreams I could wait, I had to write, I had to Yo, appreciate y'all, man. Thank you for for playing it. Um, and yo, this has been a really good conversation. I've just been in the cut, soaking up vibes this whole time. But yeah, appreciate y'all for for doing what y'all doing. This has been dope. Absolutely. Um, Hell yeah, you went ham on that track. This is crazy. Like crazy. wow. Um, I do. I see you put the constructive feedback. I'm gonna have to think really hard to to find something. Um, some feedback to give on this. Um, is this already released? Oh, or when is this supposed to come out? Uh, so I actually just did an open edition burn thing, kinda because I have an animation to this as well. So like people were able to purchase like a a short format uh of the animation to burn to get the full animation which was pretty cool um but i i I admittedly did not do a good enough job at marketing and letting people know and doing all that good stuff but it was just cool to do i'm gonna continue doing that Uh, i just wanted to try it because using manifold and all that um i think first of all more music artists should be minting on their own smart contracts um and then just being able to use the tools and play around with other cool stuff is dope um, but no, it's not out yet. I, I'm going to drop it on sound um, soon. Well, not soon, but it's coming. 
Let's go. Um, are you planning a Web two release with this Spotify, Apple Music, all that? Yeah, I am actually. Let's go. Um, yeah, I mean, you pretty much hit all the points. The only feedback I would say is just make sure you're pushing this thing as hard as you possibly can. You know, music videos, talking about it. This, I think you could capture an audience that there's a wide base for. Like Travis Scott, like Lil Uzi type people, type fans would really resonate with this track. So I think put a lot behind this one. That's what I would say. Bro, quick question. Uh, I'm trying to find the submission form, but I I tried to be sneaky and submit one in, but now I, I can't find it, so I need to know where to find it. It's not pinned at the um, top. Send me a DM. Forgot I got All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Um. Anyone else have something to share with Stones? Okay. Um. Well, Stones, we appreciate you pulling up. This track was freaking amazing. Hope you keep coming back and show us more. Yeah, appreciate y'all, man. Thank you again. Of course. I also just want to shout out Stones real quick for just being so awesome and helping to build the community out in Philly. That's where I'm from. That's my home. And it makes me really happy to see him doing so much out there. So shouts. Thank you, Sage. Yeah, shout out to y'all. I saw the uh, the show with Jaden and everybody. I wanted to pull up to that, but it, it wasn't in the cars, but. Keep promoting them because I'm going to try and make it out one day. You know, it's not too crazy from Cincinnati. You might well pull up a form, bro. You know what I'm saying? You might well have a reason to. You know what I'm saying? Say slide. Words. I literally looked up flights. <laughs> Say less. You know, I'm going to get, I'll get girl into a road trip or some shit one of these days. <laughs> road trip? Road trip? Hey, how, how many hours is Philly, though, from Ohio? I'm, I've done it before. I think it's like, it's either it's four to six. It's somewhere in that range. It's not nothing crazy. Yeah, cause Ohio's like not that six. far. Yeah, Ohio's not that far from Pittsburgh, right? Um, yeah. I got family out in Pittsburgh. We used to, I got used to go there all the time. So that's like four or five hours. So you know, it's, it's really not that bad. And the studio's lit, y'all. The studio's lit. Like we spend like two or three. Y'all spend like a weekend down here. We can make some music. Like we can do the whole thing. That's the last, like the last time people had to dip, so we didn't really get to do all that. But I would love for it to like turn into a whole thing, um, and we can talk more about that. That would be cool. Yeah, we will definitely talk about that. Cool. Um, thank you so much for sharing. Let's get into this next track. We got "Estranged" by Cycle Child. Let's go. I'm gonna just get into it. Don't you sing? 
Thank you so much, Pastor. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you. And I'm saying, I really, really appreciate it. Damn. Yo. That was awesome. That was, um, that was, uh, that was super dope. Um, and definitely a, a side I haven't seen from you yet. So, yeah, I liked it a lot. It was super cool. Thank you, Word. Thank you, brother. That was freaking crazy. Um, I don't know where to start with this one. Mm, what is like the, what's the story behind it? I guess. Yeah. Yo, who was that singing? I couldn't see. I, it doesn't show up on my phone. Like, it doesn't even show like the, the speaking person. It's literally blank. No, yeah, it's, I'm I'm the one playing the songs, but we, we pin them all up top. So if you look at the, the Jumbotron, 
it was a psycho child who was the most recent. Bro, that w- thank you so much for that, by the way. I had no idea. Dude, that was beautiful, man. I just want to give you your... I just came up here to give you your flowers. That was, like... Like, dude, I... That was so heartfelt. And, like, I love the, the dissonance of it. And, like, how, like... I don't know, like, melancholy it was. And, bro, like, it's crazy. Because, like, I, I was just, like, on a binge yesterday of listening to, like, songs like yours. So, it's crazy that, like, I'm hearing another one right now. I'm definitely going to see if I could, like, you know, get one. Because that was just awesome. But, yeah, man, keep it up. Thank you, Dave, actually. Thank you, bro. Uh, I appreciate it. I don't, I have no words. I just appreciate it. And, um, and yeah, I mean, the title is just... I said this... I said the line one time. I hate to feel like I'm estranged. But that that when I when I recorded when I was recording the song and that line came out I just knew that that was the title of the song and that just that one word encompassed where my mind state was I guess when I was in the midst of making it and I just yeah that was what came to mind was like the aspect that um you where'd you get you, oh so sorry you got it you got it you got it no my bad dude literally like I've had a lag all day uh, I just wanted to ask you because it's such an interesting song dude and I don't hear too many like it like where did you come up with that? Like, there's so much ambiance and like so much feeling that covered me and smothered me in the best way possible, bro. Like, how did you go about that? Like, did you think about it or did it come naturally? The so when I produced it, I I had drums on it um initially, and I've realized that I use drums sometimes as an excuse to not build more of a soundscape within the track, and I you know realized that. I wanted to actually say something and have my voice be in prominence as opposed to trying to complement instruments or instrumentals more specifically. So I stripped the drums off of it and um, recorded what I had. You know, I had I had the main the main keys. I didn't have any of the extra layer keys until after I got the vocals on there. And then I just kind of put some complementary keys like around it. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, just trying to deconstruct it. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, it just came from being strange. We all feel that shit. We all in these Twitter spaces every day, all day. We're online, Twitter, like all day, every day. We're on technology, but we still, you know, our, our phone screens, they turn off eventually. And we be in the bedroom staring at the goddamn ceiling, not saying shit and really just daydreaming and wondering where the fuck we really at in life and what we're trying to get. So that's where it comes from. I appreciate you, Pesto. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. I would love to hear that version with the drums on it. That was like, that was something I was thinking in my head. Like, would drums add to this at certain points? Like, I was waiting I don't know for it to go needed. a little crazy at one so, point. So, um, I don't know if it's needed though. Yeah. So, the, the ver- that, that version is coming out on the Himberlake mixtape within like the, in sometime in the future, near future. But the, that'll be the only song in the project that gets mended down the line. And, um, and I'll just say there's that fuck. moment where the bass comes in and it's like building up a bit. Right. Yeah. So I, the the actual minted version, because that's the only song that's going to get minted off the project, is going to uh, that rim rim cycles just putting uh, more sounds and drums behind it um, as we speak. So yeah, we'll rim see. Cycles. Yeah. That's yeah. The one. Bro, that's is there like a style or a name for like like it's just I look I'm gonna be real too like I've been looking for somebody to like fit that type of like voice for a track and like i don't even i never get the chance to like run into somebody that actually does the thing you know like do you have any idea what it's called or like maybe like some inspiration where i could start like 
looking at other artists or stuff like that because dude like it's crazy how how i just ran into like you like that i i can't hold you rods psycho <laughs> that's like really it that's all i got for you <laughs> sounds like y'all need to do a track yeah well, why, why i this... would but like i can't i can't see his dms i was just trying to like slide in there and like <laughs> no why does it literally you're so talented that's all i just, I just followed you dad i just followed you Thank you, dude. I'm gonna do it right now. But yeah, man, I just I would love to show you what I mean. And it, it's just I feel like we're in way of like similar wavelengths when it comes to like, making music. And I don't know, I really felt something with this song. But yeah, man, thank you for uh, sharing it with us. I'm gonna hop back down. But I rarely do this, like literally, like I just stay on listener. And that was awesome, dude. I, I feel like we just became matchmakers the way that Dead Proxy was looking into Himberlake's eyes. It It was very uh it was adorable you know i'm glad that we were able to foster this connection <laughs> it was it was fun to see in real time let's go tonight is i don't know what's in the water tonight but we got some heat uh being played through these microphones and speakers so appreciate and the conversation was heat that's the preface of it the conversation was oh, crazy yeah, I, I can't even take credit. This conversation was so freaking awesome. Community really pulled up and added value. So appreciate y'all for coming through here. Let's go ahead and get into this next track. Um, we have a song named Oh, Saturday in Blue by Bianca featuring Werb. I'm so excited. Werb, did you produce this? Uh, girl produced this song. Oh, bet. Okay, girl produces. Let's go. I might. Chillin', chillin', chillin' with you I'll keep you wiped 
of like the Rockies. We got, we got nothing to lose. So let's go, girl, come and stop me. Chillin', 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 chillin' with you. Now she's saying, don't get cocky. We got, we got nothing to lose. But she stripped down to her stockings. Hey y'all, I know you don't smoke, but I bought some drinks and shit. Everybody just silent. Like we, we don't even know what to say. That was beautiful. Awesome job, Bianca. Awesome job to you guys. Thank you. Be awesome. Um, Wait, that was that uh, was Bianca? Yes. Yeah, that was Bianca. Oh my god! <laughs> Hold on, Bruh. That was the listen. I never heard her voice, bro. I was just like, oh damn, that's crazy. Wonderful. Girl, that production was savage. Bars. Dude, honestly, Dragon, I had the same exact reaction. I was like, bruh. Wait, wait, but I had already heard Bianca's vocals, but the first time that I did hear Bianca's vocals, I was like, damn, I didn't know you could sing like that. You're going crazy. You're acting crazy. So, yeah. You're acting real crazy. Um, yeah, Bianca, we, we got to talk. Um, I need you out here. I need some cover videos, you know, I need some snippets. I need demos. Like it shouldn't be a secret that you're a singer when you, when your voice is this beautiful, like it should be, everyone should be aware in my perspective. That's, that's what I'll say. Thank you. I'm working on it. Well, you know, I'm working on it. Bars. But yeah, now this is super beautiful track um is this this is part of the outsider collective mixtape if i'm yes sir cool yes Um, sir is this the final mixed version yes it's all finished all right but she put i wasn't sure if i was crazy i was like i think i just listened to this song the other day (laughs) that's where i heard it (laughs) it's awesome fire um yeah so Oh, I mean, if anyone has anything to share with Bianca, feel free. Otherwise, we're going to keep it pushing. Next up. Thank you, Bianca. We love you. Next up, we got Waves with a song called Heartbanger. Let's go. Waves, Heartbanger. Yeah, it's all the disguise, follow the truth that feels 
Yes, sir. Straight up, Peter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, you don't have yes, this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, this is my favorite wave song. I'm gonna just say it. I was gonna say this is my favorite wave song as well. I love this one. Yeah, that wave's pocket right there. I rock the yeah. hip. That's your pocket. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um. What the writing, the melody, like some you you some snapped like this is crazy, like I don't know, just give me something like what's different about this one? Um, just went hard, man. I just need I just need producers send me good beats, man. If there's a good beat, I go crazy on it. You feel me? And what's crazy about this song, right? When I was first making it, uh, I was chilling at this producer's house, at his home studio. And we were going through beats he made, and this beat actually wasn't even like fully done. It was just the do 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 do, and like as soon as I heard that, I like literally wrote like honestly like a full page of notes of freaking lyrics. And so then he actually was like, "Yo, yo, this is too much. This is too much. Like cut this down." Like, and so then we like cut it down, and then I just recorded that part, and then. Yeah, and the man just went crazy on the whole mixing and mastering and stuff too. So, yeah, yeah, the beat was incredible, also, but also like your writing and like everything. It's just it's a it's a fire track. Like I could really see this being like big. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll release it out as a music NFT or something. I don't know. I hope everybody don't think I just like give everyone compliments. It's just this is a crazy night. Like everybody playing music is like playing heat. So yeah. Pesto, you get that constructive criticism, and anyway, we know you're not faking it. Trust no, us. he's faking it, bro. He's trying to be nice because it's recorded space. Nah, this is. No, nah, I'm joking. Like, I'm joking. I don't know what happened this week. I'm joking. I'm just playing, guys. Not not financial advice. It was just it was just a joke. Quit your nine to five job, go full time into NFTs, sell those collections, 
make money, reinvest into Web2 Spotify ads, and you're going to make it big. I was trying to mute Dragon, but I forgot. Big facts. <laughs> big facts. <laughs> Look what you've done. Dragon trying to, Dragon trying to burn Rug Radio to the ground. No, nah, no, nah, I'm chilling, bro. We're good. <laughs> okay, this is funny. Um, yeah. Anyone else have the last words for Waves before he dies? No, I'm playing. That was weird. I don't know why I said that. Wow. Said that. <laughs> wow. Yep. I don't know why. I said you that. come on rug. You come on his rug radio show, and you hear my <laughs> song, and then after that, I'm dead, bro. Because my shit's. That's what he's saying. So if you ain't on rug, if I'm not on pastels, fucking space, I'm dead. That's what he's saying, bro. Damn, that's crazy, bro. I don't know why. I always say last words, and I'm like, this sounds like an obituary. Maybe I shouldn't be saying last words. No, this is crazy, bro. This is crazy. How are you gonna do a holder like that, too, bro? Like I'm a whole ass holder out oh, here. You just like, dude. Wow, he forgot. Wow, he pulled the I holder card on him. Waves. Damn, I don't know. Okay. I'm a hater. I'm sorry. That's crazy. That's crazy. Waves, drop this song so we can all buy the NFT. How about y'all go cop my my Genesis music NFT and then maybe that will motivate me to to drop another one. How about how about that? I got it. Yeah, see, Werb got, got it. it, and he and he got he got a one of one too, and he still got one. So I'm just saying, yo, I got a one on one too. Yeah, I did. I'm just saying, bro. If you want more, you got to take what I'm giving. If you want more, you feel me? Hot, hot, hot take, hot take. Why, why do people need to sell out to make another? Who said I was asking to sell out? Maybe I just want people (laughs) to support me now, so that when I pull out my fire shit, you know. How am I? How am I supposed to know you could take all of it if you can't even take some of it? Oh wow! <laughs> Whoa, Yo, <laughs> all right, we're gonna oh, move on to the next. <laughs> we're gonna move on to our next caller. <laughs> um, Pastel started blushing. That's crazy. All right, what's up, Divis? <laughs> um, we about to play this Divis track. What's it called? It's called No Options. Let's go.
Flames, that was fire. Super smooth, as always. Davis, Davis, Davis. No. <laughs> Man, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I, I always get mad at Divis when his songs be good because it's like every time <laughs> they're always good. I'm like, Divis, why? Another one? Like, oh my God. <laughs> you my number one like hater. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Divis, you crazy, bro. Like, what's going on? This is yeah. <laughs> so I, I was I just been making beats. I just make beats. So you know that that's just like one of the ones that I was making when I was going in my boom bap. I'm still in my boom bap phase, but you know just working on that type of style. But like you know the it's sl- the slap on the boom bap bass. The boom bap. <laughs> it, it's crazy. Well, what was that laugh? I don't know why it laughed like that. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> <okay. laughs> Yeah, so the crazy thing is that when I was trying to get this file ready, it turns out the original project file for it got corrupted. So I probably have to remake this, redo the beat all over again. Uh, but yeah, so this is like the old, not old version, but like just an, the, the version from before the project got corrupted. So yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Crisp, dude, it's got the, uh, if it's the, the visual on your pin tweet, like it's like, wavy and like just like chill wavy fucking delightfulness is that the is that the visual uh that goes with this song so that visual is from erica anderson she's an incredible like talented like artist and yeah it's just like i like having my vision of like visuals matching with the the vibe and the overall tone of the track so I felt like it's like the perfect pairing when it comes to that. But I, I shared it in the Jumbotron, if, you know, just to show some love, or, you know, because I, I like having those kind of visuals with like going alongside with music because I feel like it helps to accentuate the, you know, like the overall emotions that come along with it. It's like when you hear like a song, you might not like it, but then when you see the music video for it, it's like, oh, okay, I, I can see something with this. That's that's like, that's how I feel like with my music. You know? Um, I think there's a lack of like, I don't know if you would consider yourself R and B soul as a producer, like or at least like some of your beats. But I think there's a lack of like the style in Web three. So it's really awesome to see somebody you know pushing it forward. Appreciate you for doing that. Also, uh, what's up, Miss Bobby? I see you got your hand up. All right. Yeah, I was just going to say really quick, Divis, uh, we need to work on a split EP. Like, that needs to happen. Bobby, you already know. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. We got to get some out this week. I can, yeah, we can we'll figure it out this week. Hey, how, how much Outsider Collective is in LA? Can I ask really fast? Is there any y'all there? Um, Illuminated, who played her track earlier, she's based in Greater LA. Um, awesome. Also, Max Max Pretends is in LA. Max Pretends is out there. Jordy's out there. Jordy. Uh, I just want to have everybody buy our studio, go buy their studio. Like, it's just, that's the vibe. I love it. I'm going to be out there eventually. Well, I don't know when, but it'll happen. 
cool. Um, thank you so much, Divis. That track was crazy. Um, yeah. Who else we got? What's up, Brenna? Um, this song is "The Truth" by Brenna. Let's get into it and then we'll see your thoughts later.
Yo, shout out Pragmatic on that bitch. And obviously Divis. Um, Divis hooked me up with this beat. So, some dope artists on this one, for sure. Yo, this has to be, like, I don't know, my favorite Renaissance, or at least one of my favorite Renaissance ever. Oh. Ever. Yo, your voice sounds incredible in this. It's like, bruh, it sounds amazing. And, yeah, like, you and Pragmatic complement each other so fucking well. In the production, so well. Like, holy shit. That's oh my I'll gosh, say. thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, for real. Yeah, that was a freaking jam. I was rocking out the whole time. Not gonna lie. It was dope. Fucks with it. <clears throat> hey, um is uh the the rapper, is he in the space? Or no? No, he is not. But I can definitely I'm gonna go ahead and pin something up so y'all can you you know y'all probably know who you know who he is he's he was at Art Basel um he's just he's all over the place he's dope he's also a member of Uni Dow too and love him to death he's he's an awesome person yeah that joint was a banger for sure certified Brenda that song was freaking crazy like the production the writing your vocals the mix just like really really dope ass track I can't wait to come out. Yo, thank you so much, for real. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was freaking crazy, Brenna. Um, shout out to you. Is that coming out as an NFT streaming? Like, what's the deal? Yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> oh, hold on a second. Okay, Um. yeah, so part of why I brought it here was because... so. We're still in the middle of figuring out, actually, if I can use these beats. Um, but um, if I can't, it looks like I might be able to. I actually, like, uh, got a couple of producers to, like, do a remix of the beats around the vocals. So I have this song, and I have two other s- songs, collaboration songs. I did right after Art Basel. I was just really inspired, so I, like, kind of just hopped on the collaboration train so all these are like super fresh, um, and just got a bunch of art artists that I uh, met at, at Art Basel, or not a bunch. It was only three songs, but um, but so the the thing is, is I got producers to like reproduce some of the, a couple of the beats. So I'm thinking of like what's a cool way to like if I can use the original beach beats. Sorry, my my jeez, I can't talk today. Um, then like a cool way to like roll out like these remixes like as like a I don't know like something uh like a remix I don't know something I'm I'm still thinking about it but yeah I, I just thought like any ideas or thoughts around that would be cool since I already have a couple people that are that have put the effort into like doing the remix on the on the beat so yeah I think it sounds like Bro, I gotta change the channel. Yeah, I, I I tried it one more time, but what still wasn't like. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Thank you so much, Brenda. That was a beautiful track. I think remix competitions, super fire. Anything that's like, anything that engages is like the move. So yeah, love that. Yeah, 
if, if I heard you correctly. Um, all right, bet. We're gonna get into this next track. We have Hold On to Me. Let me make sure you're still in here. Five Cashes. Let's go. Oh, wait, I gotta unplug. Hold on one second. If it's not working, I have my podcast set up and you need to send me. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Let's fucking go. That was dope, Cassius. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, that was an old track. Appreciate y'all playing in the space. Uh, y'all, I'm digging the PFP, by the way. That shit's fire as fuck. The Mugen PFP, that shit's fire. Thanks, bro. Check, check. Yeah, Shonen Junk. Can y'all hear me at all right now? Good, bad. Yeah, you okay. sound a little, a little bit. bit. Hold on. Not a lot. I'm just okay. No, you sound clear. You sound clear. Cassius, my man. I be for, I don't be forgetting, but Cassius be reminding me that like he really a pro, he really a musician out here. Just because I feel like anyone who moves like heavy as like a, a founder or like as a community builder, you be forgetting like oh they were a, like a real ass artist out here. So it's always dope to hear what you're working on because this is freaking crazy. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And uh, I know I know we had the opportunity to kind of work on something low key on the side too that uh, never came. But yo, I I really just wanted to let you know that I love the way that it sounded, and I would love to collaborate with you, man. Definitely someone I look up to in the space, artistry wise. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it sucks, man. You kind of get caught up with like you know building, and uh, I know the whole last year I never really even had a chance to like even really genuinely create some music so i'm definitely looking to change that this year and definitely looking to do a lot of collaborations and more drops for sure so hit me up if you guys are willing to collab yes sir absolutely we'll be hitting you up i your production is like really profound like i I, it sounds like almost like classical to me like like timeless and it's like also very modern at the same time so love love that so much Damn, yeah, I appreciate that. That's probably one of my favorite compliments that I've gotten. So I really appreciate that. Thank you guys for the space. Hell yeah. Thank you for sharing your music, bro. You already know, man. Appreciate your word, Pastel, and everybody in the space. Much love. You already know, man. Let's go. Um, That was crazy. All right, we're going to get – I think we have four submissions left. Um, yeah, let's go talk time. What's up, talk time? Yo, still here. Yeah. Um, Yo, you're up next. Yeah, this yeah. is actually – oh, wait, I don't know why. Uh, yeah. I forgot. I'm supposed to just play it. So um, this is Haymaker by Talk Time, and then afterwards we'll Run it up. Hear, you, hear your thoughts. <laughs>
Holy shit. That was a fucking heater, you guys. Oh, my God. So fucking good. That Yee! was a song. That was like a song song. We like songy songs. Yeah, someone, you guys are a real bandy band, too. Real quick, someone it. said, where can I buy Haymaker? Like, right off the bat. <laughs> um... Um, I posted it. It's on the Jumbotron. You know what I'm saying? Sound X, Y, Z. Go cop it right now. Right now. Right now. Um, that's not financial advice. It's just uh, telling you what to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, well, we we also have the some utility in it. Go ahead and just share everything about this drop. We'd love to hear it. Show it, bro. <laughs> utility it. in it. In it. Um, yeah, no. Totally. Thank you guys so much. That was, that was too, you guys, kind words. Or, means a lot. Um, yeah, with with this also, we're, we are, the, the player we were talking about earlier, um, we did a capped deluxe edition and also an open edition. So people that get this will get the Necessary Evil EP, interactive EP that we put out last year. Um, if you... I, there was a couple like if uh if you hold for you know by some chance people in this room uh one of our original open editions already and then you get this then you get upgraded to the deluxe edition which has like a bunch of remixes and um a live version and you can play an mp3 or flack uh you have a choice uh but yeah so so but yeah this was this was a super fun session for us um 
like working with one of our heroes and just like a super like just like crazy studio and uh the 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 big thing was getting to use this like giant ass reverb room like those like kind of synth like you know uh, those things you hear is like an omnicord going through my guitar effects like a Strymon timeline and then like a Strymon uh, big sky and then like into this giant fucking reverb room. and it was just like I don't know it was a dream I, that's yeah that's my favorite shit is is just getting in there and fucking around so that that was that was fun and and um yeah i'm so, su- super glad you guys were dig feeling it yo uh where are you guys based out of uh LA. la oh word word yeah like yo, east la um uh do you guys know uh a old band they were called the hanks i do not but ah uh, damn you guys just when, like when were they like so so much oh my god it's crazy it's awesome. funny because this one, yeah, I mean, we have some that are more guitar driven and some that are more synth driven. Um, and uh, I'm excited to, 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 you know, rock through this series. There's, there, there's like a few, few songs from this session that we got to do. And so we're going to, yeah, st- the, the, the next two will be out on sound, um, kind of staggering it playing it by ear ish like monthly ish and uh yeah was see what this, happens um was this track the sound genesis this one yep yep this one Let's was oh yeah by y'all. um that's awesome super big step excited for you guys also seeing you guys got some like really clouded up collectors i see angel baby in there i see uh coop in there you know Broke investor, so yeah, that's always cool to see. Um, yeah. Oh, somebody just minted like during the space. That's crazy. Um, yeah. If y'all liked what you let's heard, go. there's eleven left. So yeah, let's go. This is dope. If you get the golden egg, you get a deluxe edition EP. Hey, roll the dice. Go get it. Last freaking go. Okay, this is cool. Um, thank you guys so much for sharing. This is beautiful. Um, I'm a hikey gonna be just jamming this in my free time. All right, we will go on to the next person. We have Stephanie Neal Art. This song is Tunnel Vision. Let's just get right into it. Oh, it's a music video. That's crazy. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Okay, let's go. Tunnel Vision. Chase the dopamine, slick tick of approval, feeling whole again, nitpick every pore, every hair out of place, and fix it quick, in-apps made to erase, slim down, smooth out, suck in, stretch out, and all for a few likes, a temporary respite, the moves on as quick, as a thief in the night There's a distorted view from this digital gloss The likes get accrued but the sense of self-lost An insidious drug So hard to unplug From the desperate attempt 
Damn, Stephanie, that was freaking awesome. Really like the um, the affected vocals and uh, the triplet flow. It was uh, it was dope. Thank you so much. I actually realized I sent you guys the wrong version. I didn't send you the cleaned up one. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's my first song that I've written. Like I've always written poetry, but this is the first time I've ever kind of structured it like a song. Um, I've done two more since then. I think I'm getting better, but it's just a process, you know. That was so yeah, for sure. beautiful. Okay, I, I really, really liked it. It was, uh, it was very artful, and I love the message. It's, it definitely makes a lot of sense that you're a poet. I can, people think I'm crazy. I consider that rap. Like if you, if you're talking rhythm, rhythmically over a beat, I think that's rap. So. I don't know. That shit was really, really sick. And yeah, I loved it. And I would love to hear more. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so that's the second one out of a, a series that explores technology and its implications on us as a society. Um, the next one I'm bringing out is called Program for Pleasure. And its theme is around, um, you know, how you never really know who you're talking to on the internet kind of thing. And it's the kind of computer trying to lure this person 
in. Um, and then the last one, which I'm really excited about actually, because it's the whole song I'm singing, um, is about, it's called Attachment Issues. And it's just about how we basically are attached to our phones all the time, which is funny because I've been on my phone for a long time now today. <laughs> this is so cool. Um, yeah, are you, I'm curious, are you new to the Web3 space or music or, yeah? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not new to the Web three space. Well, I've been here for about a year, so I'm newish, I guess. But a lot of people have been here about that time. Um, but I'm a photographer and and um, yeah, digital artist and do animation and stuff like that. But um, probably about six months ago, I started linking my work with my poetry. Then I started recording poetry, um, and then yeah, and then basically it's just been a bit of a snowball effect where I've ended up working with a producer. Um, to start creating tracks so I'm definitely new in the music space and I'm learning um as I'm going along um but yeah really really excited about this transition and, and where it's going to go hell yeah well uh welcome to uh the music nft side um you know this is what we do uh, every Wednesday, so uh, you're welcome to come and join us. Um, but I think we got two more songs left. Passed up. Yeah, I'll just say real quick, I, I'm a big believer that we're all pluralists and we're all creatives. So I just love to hear when an artist finds another facet of their creativity. So Stephanie, keep on like figuring yourself out. Keep on trying new things. I'd love to hear it. Thanks so much. And I've got to say, this space, I'm just feeling sick because everyone's tunes are so amazing. I've just been absolutely blown away by them. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to come to your space regularly and and learn lots um, being with you guys. Let's go. Cool. So happy to have you. Um, we got two more. Let's get into this Dragon track. This is I Don't Want to Cry Anymore by Dragon. Let's go. This is goodbye. Yeah. Tell me the truth. Is this something new? I wanna know now. So I can cut you all out. I don't wanna fight no more. I don't wanna cry no more. Love. I don't wanna lie no more. I don't wanna try anymore. Love, I don't wanna fight no more. I don't wanna cry no more. Love, I don't wanna lie no more. I don't wanna try anymore.
Um, beautiful song, Dragon. I hope you um I hope you stop crying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now Dragon's the robot. I know. You sound like uh like you're speaking through like a broken megaphone right now. <laughs> How about now? Um, now you're good now, yeah. Yeah, cool. we're good, we're good. You took the auto filter off. That was so 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 sick, Dragon. That was uh, one of my favorite songs by you. What show? Thanks, man. Yeah, this one's been in the vault for a dope. while, uh, as as well as like twenty other songs that I want to release this year. But um, this one was dropped with Beats XYZ. It's a music NFT platform on Lens. Um. I haven't released it anywhere else yet. I was just like, you know what? Let's just let's just make some lens history and just like drop something here. Um, but when it came to the making of this song, it was <clears throat> I don't know, like something about it just like was very intimate. Uh and I wanted to um match the beat with uh with a very intimate moment. And so when um when I got down to thinking with it, it just felt right to um, go back to a feeling of uh, of of loss, betrayal, um, and uh, just just really, I don't know. Like recently, I've been like really intrigued by going into the um, like darkest experience uh, for for humanity. Like it's it's been. Um, really fun uh to like express that other side of myself i guess because i'll be honest with you i've been like um making too many love songs and i i just need to like make a little switch up with some things and like you know see see where the rest is going and like if if i'm like actually versatile as an artist so like it when when i when i have something like that that inspires me i'm just like okay let's let's um let's do something with it but yeah i i don't know it, i i and the thing is like i keep wanting to extend in extend more into it and make the song longer so that it can be like an actual like you know three minute track or whatever but for some reason i just can't add more to it um it, it just feels like it's enough um and it's very good to put on repeat. Um, I, I I don't think adding stuff to songs to make it longer, that's definitely not the move. I think it's perfect as it is. And I think in the current like state of music, like you know that two minutes or less is that's the wave right now. That's what yeah short ass attention span sure. people are looking for. So yeah, I think it works. But I feel like if the song's like good enough and they want to hear it again, they're just gonna put it on repeat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's 100%. it's that good. You know, I mean that's what I do. It's just like, oh man, I really like this shit. I wanna hear it <laughs> one more time and then I just put it on repeat because I'm either fucking driving or I'm, you know, like doing something else. So it's just like yeah. oh, great. And and I don't personally I, I don't really care about the two minute attention span meta that's happening. I don't think that matters to most people I, I don't think when a listener is listening like they they really care but like uh i i think what what 
really matters is like you capture an emotion and if you have that like then your song is beautiful um uh and and that's that's kind of the new meta that i'm like reaching into at the moment it's like can i make something that actually has feeling and I, i it doesn't feel like i i just wrote to this or or the beat doesn't feel like it it was just written for the sake of being written like does this actually um make me feel something and uh it's it's been a lot better um it's been a better compass for me uh recently dope dope i like that take (laughs) i like that take on it no yeah i feel that yeah no Um, i feel that too i feel it wait keep going this was awesome track i love the direction you're going thanks man you're one the last one of the night who me um yeah this is oh yeah run it up (laughs) this is changed by word let's go
figured. It's the 8-bit flex bomb for me. <laughs> Let's go. Was that you in D-Face? Yeah, it's like the start of a new EP we're doing together. Oh, let's go. I'm like, that was fire. Like, sick. Full band vibes, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Had to, uh, you know, bring it back to the roots sometimes. So, yeah, I was feeling the guitar. That was so dope. Um, Yeah, that was sick. Who, or what's the story with the production? Uh, we both kind of like collabed on it, um, but uh, yeah, I did like all the drums and percussion and shit, and played the, the guitar. Cool. I think it's really sick when uh, you know, when like good homies are able to like collaborate and work. That's that's really, that's always an awesome, you know, thing to have friends who are like in the same thing as you. Yeah, for sure. It's been like a. I mean, me and him have been on, like, some crazy journeys. Like, we've just been, like, always making music together since we were, like, freaking, like, 13. So, um, yeah. Um, I mean, we live on literally, like, the polar opposites of the United States. So, um, the only way we could do this shit is over the internet now, which is good. So, um, it's cool. It's cool. I fucks with it. Fire. Bro, I'm loving the energy right now. Yeah, this space was freaking awesome. We might have broken a record tonight because I don't know if I've ever done an open mic and every single song played was like heat. But like there was not one miss tonight. I have no idea what happened. (laughs) That was wild. Yeah, it was a good night. Good conversations. Good tunes. For sure, for sure. Yeah, sure. P- Pastel's mic made me feel like I was back in the 90s again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not the nostalgia factor. Yeah, it did, though. You guys were performing surgery behind the scenes to, like, I don't know, to get un- unsew him from a third dimension of rug. <laughs> that was a different type of rug. Like, I don't know where I was at. <laughs> Wow! Um, went back. I need an I need an editor because I'm like I'm gonna have to scrape through all this audio and like clean it up for the podcast. I'm sick. Um, (laughs) yeah, this was super fun. Um, let's invite girl up. So after this, girl is actually doing a live stream blog on the 402. So gonna try and siphon some people over there if y'all are not busy. Yeah. Oh, it's on her. I'll pin it up. It's on her page. Um, yeah. Other than that, this is Rug Radio Open Mic. We do this every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, if you enjoyed the discussion or the music that you heard, please do come back. Um, you know, we're trying to make this a regular thing. We're also going to be syndicating um, to all streaming platforms. So if you're listening from Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, what's up? Shout out to you. We love you. Um, anyone have last words they want to share? Um, thank you everyone for coming. Thank you for playing all your music and thank you for the cool chats because I had a good time. I want to thank you. I want to thank everybody also on Spotify and, (laughs) um, no, thank you for having me guys. Thanks for pulling up. Um, 
yeah, everybody who came through, please come back next week. The bar for talent was like crazy tonight. So we high key want to hear what else y'all got. Um, yeah, with that said, peace. Love y'all. Bye bye. So long, farewell. Squeeze. Squeeze.